0: Don't ruin the Disney magic for a second. I'm sorry. Ten toes down, boys. We're in for a good one. Ha <laughs> ha. Well said. Hello, my friends, it's social Q&A live. That's an epically hard to pronounce name. It is. And then dive into your questions around dating. as much as fucking good. Social dynamics, relationships. That's like a shot of a dip. Yo, what's good, my friends? It's Adam here, and welcome to the social Q&A live audio strip which comes straight from the YouTube live streams, which you guys can check out every, well, I shouldn't say every, most Fridays over on YouTube at The Bowl. You guys got questions on dating, social dynamics or relationships, anything in the world of human interaction, I got you covered. Now, if you would like to receive a quick sip of social dynamics each and every Friday, well, I got you covered there as well. Every Friday, I hit that Bowl Sip weekly email newsletter, which just goes out to my hardcores, and I include anything, in the world of social dynamics that i feel like you guys need to know a little bit more about a whole bunch of exclusives insights things that i'm dealing with in in, in this world in this world of ten thousand things cool shit training nutrition uh, music updates the resources of wisdom y- you don't want to be missing out on this free piece of god's so bottled.com put your email in and you'll receive a confirmation email in your inbox hit yes on that if you haven't received it just check your spam or your junk folder or promotions in gmail should be there three twenty p.m. every single Friday and of course this episode is brought to you by boldojo.com where you guys can pick up my ebook the crash course to kick Ass day game just get your day game sorted it's a quick action guide to get you out there to act as your reference your guide your mentor it is not meant to be used as an armchair theorizer you are meant to go out there and complete a 30-day challenge in tandem with it and it's just gonna help you to progress much further Also, by the way, if you do purchase the ebook, make sure you check your inbox within 24 hours afterwards because I pretty much personally message everyone who gets the toolbox with a few extra tips. Next up is the one-on-one Skype coaching. If you want to go a level deeper, this is where we can work on your limiting beliefs, create action plans in your life to get you moving forward, whether it be within dating, physical, mental, purpose, whatever side of the temple you want to angle off of me with, I'm going to be there to help you. Of course, there are the deeper level packages, which is what I refer to as the bowl inside. For my clients that are on the bowl inside, they get access to two things that outsiders don't, which is number one, priority messaging. Within 24 hours, you can message me on WhatsApp. and I'm gonna respond to you outside of Australian weekends through my private number. Also, priority session booking. So you're not gonna be worried about having to book your sessions in and have to wait for like two to four weeks. People on the bowl inside get top priority. So with those two extra perks, You've got to be on a package. So all you have to do is hit up bulldozer.com. You can see that in the Skype coaching section. There's more details there and we can work out what's going to suit you best. And taking you to the deepest level of all, the Day Game Foundation's boot camps. This is for those of you that are looking to take control of your lives, to achieve the freedom of choice in your dating life, to be able to see and attract a beautiful woman anywhere you are and know that you have the confidence to handle that interaction, from open qualification, investment, close, bring the best of your 50 and just really bust through all the things that have been holding you back sexually or socially speaking as of recording this we're currently in february right now there's a couple good months left in australia so if you're around the world if you're in australia hit up me up for inquiries within australia otherwise you got june july august the uh, other side of the world summer we're currently scheduling and planning for that so if you'd like me to come to your city whether it be in london new york uh, potentially canada you know, Anywhere around Europe or the US, just send me a message at boldojo.com in the bootcamp section and we can dive a little bit deeper into that. You can get more information on it. But please, serious inquiries only and please know that I don't just take absolutely anyone. I will grill you. I will vet you to make sure that you are in the right mental place to undertake what goes on in these boot camps. Now, with all that being said, if you guys would like to support this channel, support this podcast and just keep it going, you can donate anything that you wish through paypal link paypal.me forward slash a-d-a-m-o-o-i which is my full name or you can also donate directly through the website which is just bodojo.com and in the podcast section at the top there's a donate which just goes straight through the website as if you were to you know get an ebook or get skype coaching so you can donate directly through there as well and anything that you guys do donate is extremely appreciated And just goes back to everything that I do here at the bowl. So thank you very much to all of you. And with all the formalities out of the way, let's dive straight into this podcast. Social Q&A, baby. Let's go. My friends, minasan yokozo. Welcome to what's going to be an incredible, incredible time. I'm going to say this off the bat. I haven't even given you the title yet. But this is going to be an extremely explicit episode. This episode is going to be the definition of explicit. We are literally going to be going through oral sex. So if you're a young, if you're a young guy, you're not supposed to be watching this. Don't, your, ba- your parents, I'm telling you now, do not, I don't want to see no messages. Because I know some of my uh, followers are a little bit younger. I know some 12 year olds out there. Uh, I don't want to hear no messages. I don't want no DMs from angry parents that said, my son was watching your video on I can't even say it. I don't want to see none of that. So today we're going to be diving in on social Q&A live. What is this? Episode Sanjuichiban. Episode 31. Tips for going down on a woman. And this is... This is going to be an education. It's going to be a seminar. Uh, It's going to be a little bit different from the normal Q&As. I will allow some time for questions. Uh, Of course. However... Ah, uh, you're gonna. Need, I said this in the in the chat box above. I said, oh, "Hi, my friends. Hit the thumbs up. Drop your cues below. Today is going to be explicit and in depth. I recommend going and getting an apple. You guys notice I have an apple here. There is a reason for this. So, how about this? Let me just in as I've been doing recently. This is what we're going to dive in today. When it comes down to tips for going down on a woman, I was actually very. I'm not hesitant. I've been, because, oh, well, this is from Justin Bidiaco. Justin has been very persistent over the last few weeks. He's dropped the same question several times in this chat box saying, Adam, could you give us tips on going down on a go? And I have actually described this in a few different podcasts, but not in one full targeted thing. And it's actually because this is seminar worthy. This is some stuff that uh, I would like to run actual seminars on. And let me, uh, so hold on, let me, there's, some, there's a lot more context. I'm going to pause that there and say this. There are four things we're going to cover today. Number one, the infinite cloud state, which is to do with psychology, her psychology. Part two is going to be the jelly state, which is the physiology, her physiology. And then part three and part four are two tactics. Part three is going to be sucking the apple. Part four is going to be rubbing the lamp. GD in the lamp, right? GD in the lamp. So those are the four things we're going to go over today. That gives you guys a little bit of a heads up. This is very well planned out. This is not something that I'm just going to be... Well, we're going to be riff. We'll riff. There'll be stories, but this is going to be an education. This is, you want to treat this session today as if I'm actually going to be in class. This is a class we're about to go on. You could even call it a masterclass. So let me just say hi to some of you guys up in this chat. Yeah, Ski is up in here. He says, how's it going, mate? Yep. <laughs> yep uh life is good life is very good the sun is shining i had my balls out in the cold water this morning it was beautiful hope you're doing well down there in melbourne infinite paradox comes in saying everyone needs to learn yes they do uh infinite and i'll talk about my credentials in a second as to why i'm so confident in running this class um abel martinez up in here saying Finally get to catch a live video. Hope everyone is doing great. Yes, Abel, good to have you here. Abel's been a great follower of this channel for a long, long time. Uh, Ray Singh as well. Welcome, Ray. He says, hey, Adam, I've got an assignment due, so I can't tune in today's podcast. I've got a question, though. Hey, that's okay, Ray. This uh, replay will be available on the podcast, Botojo podcast, and Apple and all that stuff and Spotify. And also the YouTube replay is up before the end of the day. So, Ray, just drop your question down below. And uh, if there aren't any super chats that come above yours, which I'll now now say that for those of you that are new to social Q&A live, we have a preloaded question, which is Justin Bediakos on tips for going down on a woman. We get that first. And then I open it up to your questions on social dynamics, dating, relationships, anything you guys have in that, you can drop in the question box. And the super chat option is available if you would like to donate to this channel, support what's going on. And that just gets your question bumped to the top above everyone else. And as like in the last few weeks, when we go on absolute sessions, I often don't get time to answer all the questions. So, something you might want to look at. Of course, not necessary, but most appreciated. Uh, Alexander Lara comes in saying, I've been a, I've been a fan since before you got that haircut. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. I appreciate that. Come by. Thank you for being here. And we've also got... Uh, Willingness, Mister Nicholas comes in saying, "Oi, Sensei, Adam, good to have you here, Nicholas. Across the world, I'm sure it's like 2:30 a.m. for you. So I, uh, this is probably a session you want to stay up for, though. This, even though, of course, the replays are there, there was going to be magic in this session that I've not described before. It's just too explicit. And that's the other thing is that I wanted to make this a uh, okay. Uh, I want to get. I want to. There's so much context to where this session, what we're going to do in this session. But I mentioned the four key categories right the infinite cloud state that's going to be with her psychology that's where we will begin and and actually just before we do i did say i was going to mention the credentials why i feel so confident talking about this uh going down on a girl and oral sex oral stimulation is something i've been practicing since i was 16 uh in that first relationship that i got into that was when i lost my virginity and ever since then so i guess what's that been Almost 10 years, almost 10 years, barring two-year layoff during 17 to 19, why I had to get in a cold approach where I wasn't doing any of this. But barring that, so you could say about eight years worth of experience in this, and it's something that I really enjoy. It's something that I love, and it's something that all men should be schooled on. If you, to, it should be a prerequisite to becoming a man. And there's, of course, a tug-of-cheek with that, but this is stuff that should be taught in sex ed. They didn't teach me this in sex ed. I wish they had. And also, there are some things I'm going to talk about here where I didn't necessarily invent uh, the sucking the apple technique. I didn't necessarily invent uh, the rubbing the genie. I've just labeled them those things. But these are things that masters of the cunnilingus, masters of going down on women have been using. And this this is where we'll begin. So let's go. I don't need you guys, if you're an absolute virgin, we need to take... We need to take an absolute virgin in mind here. We need to take an absolute beginner. Holy shit! That that cloud is just that sun. Uh, we need to take the absolute common denominator, common denominator, because it's actually the fundamentals, like in anything, that mean the most. There are thousands and thousands of videos on YouTube on how to bring a woman to orgasm, on how to stimulate the G spot, the U spot, the A spot. Uh, there's there's ample ample podcasts from female sex therapists on dealing with how to go down on a woman and this is one thing that i do not like about all of them they're too fucking complicated they they treat the whole situation like you're going into war like you're going into a battlefield and you've got you've got contingency plans for x from a to z from a to z you've got contingency plans on how to stimulate this woman's Uh, either clitoral or vaginal area to stimulate orgasm and bring about orgasm. Uh, As has been the case throughout all of my teachings, I want to find what is most effective and apply that consistently. I don't want what works 20% of the time. I want what works 80% of the time. And so there are many ways of going about it. You guys probably have your own ways of going about it, but this has been my favorite ways, my best ways. If I had a son right now that was... 13 you know entering testosterone starting to come up and maybe he's getting to his first experiences where he's done Looking to go down on a girl and stimulate that pearl pearl stimulation as I call it You know, there's I want to have him in mind That's what i'm going to talk about because if I was gonna if he was to come to me and say hey dad I need to know a little bit about this going down on girls I need to know know a little bit about what this means because quite frankly i've lost I see some shit on Pornhub, I see my friend, my friends talk about some things, I've watched all these videos on YouTube, but they're all telling me about getting my fingers at the 45 degree angle at the pillow, or the, there's so much different shit out there, and I'm like, here's the four things you need to know about going down on a woman. That's what we're going into today, so for those of you that are up in this live chat right now, fucking buckle up, and you all need to have an apple, I'm saying this right now, this session will be f- and for those of you on the podcast that are watching this in post please go and get an apple. Go and get an apple because that's the physical, the first physical technique. Uh, there's only two physical techniques I'm teaching you today, and they are the highest re- efficiency-based techniques. They are the techniques that will actually, if you nail them and you nail the prerequisites of the two mental states, you only need two techniques to bring about, number one, clitoral orgasm, and number two, G-spot slash vaginal orgasm. There's only two physical techniques I'm teaching you. You will need an apple for number one. Sucking the apple. So you won't need a lamp though. You, you won't need a lamp for the second one. That's just for uh, demonstration purposes. Demonstration purposes only. So, uh, so yes, let's, let's fucking kick into it. I'm very excited for it today. Let me just get some water first and settle down here. So we could go macro first or we could go micro. I could give you the... Now, the physical tactics don't make sense if we don't go macro. However, I won't go too philosophically deep to begin with. All I'm going to say is this of part one. I mentioned the first thing as the infinite cloud state. Now, what does that mean? Infinite cloud state. I want you guys to visualize and imagine up above the clouds. As far as the eye can see, it's just rolling clouds. And you're as light as a feather. There's deep oranges, deep pinks, deep purples. The sun's just radiating off the clouds. And you're as light as a feather. You just roll them through this infinite bed of clouds. That's the psychological state you must have a woman in in order to achieve orgasm. Of the two physical techniques I'm going to teach you with sucking the apple and rubbing the lamp, none of those matter. You can be nailing them. But if you cannot teach is a part of it, if you cannot lead a woman into a psychological state in which that she trusts you and can let go, then I don't care what technique you're using, I don't care about your A to Z, I don't care about your pulling the hood, I don't care, about there's a thousand of them, none of them matter none of them matter if the girl is stressed if the girl is anxious, if the girl doesn't trust this experience, if the girl has not been in this experience before and you're taking it too fast, if you're rushing her through it So that's why part one is getting a woman into the infinite cloud mindset and the infinite cloud state. And all that really means is she's able to let go of herself. Now, the foreplay, sexual foreplay that leads to orgasm, that's just as important, if not more important, than the actual physical act of stimulating orgasm. Because of what I just said before, the the physical act of stimulating orgasm will never be successful if you have not had successful foreplay, and what does that really mean? Because I'm not going to go into too much depth on it. Because successful foreplay and sexual play that leads up to orgasm, that's uh, that's an entire podcast on its own. And I don't want to get into it today, but please know because I, I feel like uh, it would be too much. This podcast would go for four hours if we we're going to do that. But in a lot of my content, if you just want to go back to uh, day three, the day three guide, I talk a lot about that about bringing a woman to the place of being able to let go of herself and let go into orgasm. And I've talked about this before, but if you guys want if you guys want to drop a comment down below, if there's enough interest in it, I will go through how to lead a woman into the infinite cloud state. All I'm saying for in this session is that she must be in that state. How If you don't know how to get her there yet, well, you need to let me know in the comments down below that you want to know more about that uh, if you can't already do it. But essentially all it is, is getting a woman to let go of herself, let go of her idea of self, and you as well. You both need to be in infinite cloud state, in which that you are literally, you have no more concept of time or self, and you are just rolling through this infinite bed of clouds. That's what it feels like, and that's what she will feel like when she does go into orgasm, and that's the only thing that will allow her to get into true orgasm. And I just want to make a definition here. I'm not talking about low-level, simple pleasure. When I'm talking about orgasm, so I don't have to keep saying it, I am talking about full body orgasm. I am talking about limbs convulsing. I am talking about core shaking. I am talking about silly mode where her tongue goes limp. Her tongue goes limp, her eyes roll back. That is the orgasm I am talking about. And that is the two physical techniques I'll be teaching you today that lead to that. But please know that if she does not trust you and if she cannot let go of herself, that that state will never be that full body orgasm will never come to be. So, like I said, if you guys just want to know more, if you want to know more about how to attain infinite cloud state, you're just going to have to tell me in the comments down below and I'll make a different video on it, but not for today because today's more about the actual physical going down on her, which I'm sure you guys want to know about. But I had to get that uh, context out of the way. Had to get that prerequisite out of the way. Now, I'm just looking in the chat right here and Ray Singh has dropped a $5 New Zealand Super Chat Ray, that's the second week in a row. I'm so I'm so grateful. it's more hontani If you uh, he's got a question there, so that means that's gonna come first when we get to social q a. Uh I'm not gonna read it out now, but don't worry. See you there, Ray. That's gonna be the first question we get. But now let's move to part two. Now that you guys understand the infinite cloud state, part two, I mentioned jelly state. What's well, this is jelly state? I should have got some airplane jelly. I don't have any <laughs> carnivore. <laughs> so no, no processed sugar for me. But jelly state. If infinite cloud state referred to her psychology, psychology, her psychological state, then jelly state refers to her physiological state. And what this means is that jelly state is those moments... L- it's actually a blend. It's a blend of the foreplay, the successful foreplay, foreplay I talked about. But successful foreplay begins hours before you guys ever get into the bed or before you guys ever start touching each other. It's a more of an energetic dance that happens. However, when I'm talking about jelly state, we're now going to get more into the visual of when you're actually starting to go down on the girl. And what's very uh, simple about it, because we're talking about I'm talking to my virgin son who's maybe 13 or 15 years old who has no experience. This is how he's going to begin going down on a girl through jelly state. And this is where their physical tactics come in. So pens and paper, uh, this is part one of going down on a girl physically. If you guys were in the bed together, let's take this example. 15-year-old son, he's a virgin, first time in the sexual experience of a girl is lighting him up. They're in the bed together. And maybe they've been making out rolling around, having some good time together, some clothes starting to come off, maybe taking her bra off. He's got his shirt off. It's good. And he's feeling like he's done successful foreplay up to this point. She's in infinite cloud state. He's recognizing now is probably a good time. So what I'm going to ask him to do is to, if he wasn't already, to get up on top of her. So he's going to be in that missionary position where he's going to be uh, – Hand, left hand above, just really close to her ear, posting close up to her ear, eye to eye, looking down on her. Hips within hers. If you guys are, uh, this is a really good reason for learning Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. You want to, you essentially want to uh, be in her guard. You want her legs to be, uh, ra- if not wrapped around yours, your hips should be pressed down to hers, pancake style, and her legs would be outside of you. Okay? And so from this point on, jelly state. Before we get to sucking the apple, before we get to rubbing the lamp, these two physical techniques when we get down to the vaginal region, you don't go straight to the hole. This is a big mistake. This is a big mistake. It's something that people don't talk about. You don't go straight to the hole. You don't go straight to the hoop. And what this is, is that now we're going to look at a process of transforming her physiology into jelly. I'm saying to my 15-year-old son here, Virgin, that I want you to ensure that every physical, every little nerve ending, every part of her physiology has reached jelly state before you go to the hoop. For some girls, and because this is going to, this is very, very, this is encouraging awareness for the girl in front of you, and this is how you don't make mistakes. This is how you ensure that if it's your first time going down on a girl or if it's your 20th time going to go down on a girl and you've never really got her to have a full body orgasm, I'm sure you missed this part. If you've never got a girl to have a full body orgasm, you missed Jelly State. And what guys do is they rush. They just, they were making out with the girl, the clothes were coming off, here's the moment, they didn't take a moment to just steady themselves and to transform her physiology into Jelly. And we'll get to that in a second, but just with the rushing here, they rush straight down. They take her pants off. They take her underwear off, and they immediately go down to uh, start working on the uh, start working on that pearl, Start working on the vaginal region. And for a girl who's very sexually experienced, you might be able to get away with that, but it's still never going to be a peak physical, full body orgasm. So let me track you back up here now. Jelly state. He's on top of the girl. He's got a hand up. He's posting. He's posting on top. Of, He's going to looking straight down on her, starting with her face. All right, this is where you're going to start to take control, start to stay, take command. And note that everything here is predicated on infinite cloud. If she can't let go to this, it's not going to go down. But you're going to start over her ears. And you're lit- what you're going to do is that you're going to go from body part to body part, all the way down, even going past her vagina as well. And you're going to give the absolute love and physical care and caress and attention and to light up every single nerve ending on the way down. So very simply, starting with the ears. There are a lot of sensitive nerve points and nerve endings in the ears. If you guys were just to grab your earlobe right now, it's quite comforting. It's quite comforting just between like your rubber coin, the way you rub a girl's ear, earlobe, using your tongue. You're gonna to start using his tongue to start massaging there. One thing as well, because we're gonna be using our tongue a lot to reach jelly state. You're going to, every time you use your tongue, in case like, uh, if you're a bit nervous, you won't have a lot of saliva. But if you do, for some reason, have a lot of saliva, you're just using your warm hands to wipe it off or to to brush over it. So you're starting off with the ears. There's so many sensitive nerve points around the ears, around the back of the ear. Biting, gentle biting around the ear. He's going to start gently biting, gently massaging, caressing around the ear. From there, running his fingers along the jawline. He's going to spend a good deal of time on her neck. And what is really important here with Jelly State is that we're preparing her for the full body orgasm. She has to have already sensed that, oh, this guy's going to take care of me. i got to let go into this guy. And it's too much for most girls who are not sexually experienced, who have never had this done before. It's too much just to go straight to the hoop and to just start rubbing the lamp and sucking the apple. Like you you might get she'll feel good she'll feel good but if you want her to literally forget her mother's name you know forget her own name to get to go limping the tongue and rolling back in the eyes you need to take the time to bring her through jelly state so as I said before through the neck for uh, for guys whether it's just because I don't know we're guys but. The neck doesn't seem to be a particularly stimulating area, at least not on me. And for some of my friends, when I've talked about this, but for girls, the neck is an epicenter of stimulation, an absolute epicenter of stimulation. So, caressing of the neck using both hands, using both hands, gentle pressure. I right, like I so said, you're going to have one hand posted so that because you, you're on top of her. You're going to be using one hand in a choking-like manner, but not choking. So, and what's really important is that you're going to be very conscious and aware of the pads of your fingertips. That this is not just a full grip. This is not like you're trying to choke her in that sense. Not you know when it, you guys might be thinking when it comes to actual sexual intercourse that can come in. Full choking grip can come in during sexual intercourse. Not now though. We are gently lowering her stress, anxiety, her state, and lowering, rising her, raising her through this infinite cloud state to make make sure that physio that psychology matches her physiology. So using the pads of your fingertips to just cover, get that layer of the land, cover every single little curvature, every musculature, the carotids on the side, right? The esophagus going down the middle, uh where if you were a guy where the Adams apple would be. Using the tips and the pads of your fingertips and all of this, my friends, in terms of pacing as slow as you possibly can. The slower you can go, the longer you take with this, the better. Now, I actually forgot to mention something before because it's just a natural thing I do, but this is actually quite key if you have not already done this. You need to shut her eyes for her. Whether you're going to just whisper in her ear when you're up on massaging her ear and you're just going to say, listen girl, just close your eyes for me. Because again, trust, we want to just build, this is almost like it's a trust ladder, it's a trust spiral, it's a trust bank account that we are depositing into, and so when we go, and need you close your eyes for me, right, because you should have, you should be in a dark room with a candle, you guys have already set this up through getting her to infinite cloud state, which is stuff that, you know, uh... Not for this session, but you should already have a candle. There should be a low lit red light candle, most conducive to the sexual experience. With some ar- aromatics as well would be good. But, anyways, closing of the eyes. So, get her to close her eyes. If you can, all right, when she does close her eyes, kiss her eyes. Kiss her eyelids. All right, very gently. Just if I'm using my hand here, just you want to almost imagine pressing, just pressing your lips ever so carefully onto her eye. On her onto her eyelid, sorry for those of you on the podcast if I'm looking away from the mic uh, but it's just, for those of you on the camera it's like, actually it'd be a bit hard because anyway you're a bit far, further away from me but just watch my hands here just like that, just that gentle just imagine the, the wings of a butterfly placing two of them together, that gentle you kiss her on the eyelids like that it is extremely stimulating but it's also extremely comforting Everything we're doing right now is building comfort. It's building sexual comfort. You kiss her on the eyelids. And so anyways, coming back, I just forgot to mention that because that's just a natural thing I do. Haven't coached that before, but giving it to you guys now. Yeah, that bonus. Uh, so anyways, moving down to the neck. Spending good time around the neck. Gentle biting, gentle pinching, gentle caressing, gentle massaging. All right, It's very comforting to have your carotid arteries massaged. Now, for those of you that do jiu that's how you guess, That's how you strangle someone. It's the, it's the two major arteries that run alongside, down that deliver blood flow to your brain. So with the Karate, you guys can do it right now. They've, they essentially form a V, form a V on the, uh, on the side of your neck. All, right, all I want you to do just with two fingers on each hand, just like this, I want you to just gently stimulate around there, just like this. It, it makes me feel good just doing it right now. You'll feel good. You'll feel good doing this. The reason why is because this is the uh, the center of blood flow to our brain. And so anywhere that there's a large, a large stimulation of blood flow, there's also going to be an accumulation of nerve endings. So if you're there with the girl, my 15-year-old virgin son is there on top of the girl. He's going to take two fingers, and he's just going to massage her carotids. All right? Now... I don't need him to memorize the the carotid artery. I don't need him to be thinking about where the fuck's the carotid. You know, I try to, is it the right spot? Is it the right spot? No. Although you'll find it. You'll find it. And you know how you know you find it is because you just watch her physiology. As you start to massage this area of a girl's neck, she'll go limp in that area. You just, you apply little bits of pressure and you notice, oh, it's a little less tense than before. And I know this is messing up my voice because I keep pressing my voice box. So I'll stop doing it. But anyways, that's all you need to know really about the neck. Now, just remember, we're still in jelly state right now. So as we go down through jelly state, I want you to be using your tongue to track a lot of her body. If not your tongue, fingers, hand, nose. There should not be a single part. There should be at no time during this bringing her down to trust a time in which that you are not have got one part of your body touching her. At all times, we're looking for seamless flow and seamless connection, okay? So And very simply, when you're there in the moment, it just means don't be afraid to be right on her, to be right there with her because step-by-step step, through the ears, through the eyes, through the neck, as you get closer and closer to her vagina, more and more trust is being built. And not only that, but more and more deep is she falling into infinite cloud state, and more and more deeply is her body becoming like jelly. Shoulders, all right? When you start to get from shoulders and chest now down to the breasts. This is very important with the areoli. The areoli, the nipple. Another big mistake guys go to because they just watch porn and they have no idea about true sexual play. That you don't go straight to the nipple. When we get down to the chest, all right? We're going to be using, again, the pads of our fingertips to massage all through the chest, all through, just above the breast, just above the areola, right, the nipple, and you're going to be going, and you're going to mark the curvature around her breasts, you're going to use your fingertips, to caress around the breast, around the entire way through, and what you're going to begin to do, in circular motions, doesn't matter whether it's clockwise or anti-clockwise, don't be a nerd about it, but in a circular motion, I'm using my chest right here, because you've got to see this, for those on the podcast, you really probably should be watching this. But you're going to, in rings, circle her breast. And closer and closer you get. Closer and closer you get. Until you get to one finger, which is literally just going around the outer edge of her nipple. right? And so you start it out wide. You start it all around the chest. You keep going in circles. Closer and closer and closer. And what you'll feel is that... You even just saw it with my nipple. You probably can't see it on the camera, but with my nipple, my nipple just got erect from doing that because there are so many nerve endings. Again, a hotspot, a hotspot of nerve endings in the area, the area there. So when you get to one finger's distance, like literally like you're right there on her nipple, okay, you're just going to circle around the nipple. Still not physically trying to do too much with it. But all this is doing for her is that and what you will feel now, because this is like, really starting to get very sexual, is that you're either going to feel her body start to quiver a little bit, she might giggle a little bit, but her nipple will become extremely erect. At first, just stay with one breast. Right? Just stay with the le- well, If you're posting on your left hand on top of her, just stay with her right breast. Okay? And n- again, k- subtlety. Subtlety, caressing, uh, g- gentle... No- we're building trust here. If you were to just literally go from a make out and just start squeezing her nipples, like, no, no, that 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 is not gonna bring her to a full body orgasm. That's that's you know, if you're in a relationship together and you're or if you're already in sexual intercourse, that's fine. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about a guy who's very unexperienced, so he needs to manage his own psychology, a virgin, but we're also talking about your first sexual experience with this girl. Even if she is very sexually experienced. And this building of tension for her, this is what leads to full body orgasm. So you can't cheapen this. This is the gold. This is uh, more. When we do get to sucking the apple and rubbing the lamp, those are very physical tactics, like very aggressive physical tactics. But th- those are the roll, the peak of the roller coaster. But the peak of the roller coaster is only as good as the journey that led up to it. Right. if I was to just transport you and helicopter drop you at the peak of a roller coaster, it, you wouldn't. It would be scary, but it wouldn't be that much fun. The fun is the chick, 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 and not knowing. And you could also look at the dance of going down on a woman or the journey of going down on a woman as a blindfolded roller coaster. She's just not sure when that climax is coming. So park that there. Going deep on this. So once you move through the breasts, all right, you can also I'll finish that up there. Once you go on through the nipple and you just you built that tension with her, you can start to suck on the nipple, you can start to use your tongue, but nothing aggressive. You can use rings with your tongue. Uh, she'll love that. She'll absolutely love that. But don't don't be uh, don't be biting too aggressively on it. Don't be sucking the tea like you're a buddy baby. Right, just very, very in control, very calm, very centered. From down to that point, uh, don't forget the hands and the wrists at this point. Uh, you want to just make sure that you're just gentle massage. When you're massaging arms and you're stimulating the arms, because there are, there are some decent nerve endings, um, particularly closer towards the elbow around this area around here. If you just use your thumb just like this, even go just do that on your forearm right now. Just get your forearm up like this and just get your thumb and just rub it alongside. It's very soothing. It's very calming. Don't have to spend too long doing that, but cover everything is what I'm saying. On the inside of the elbow, just where the, almost where the tennis elbow would be, where your uh, funny bone, so to speak, would be, where the humerus connects. Uh, you, it's very sensitive around there, around the back of the tricep, very sensitive as well. So you can just rub around there just with a thumb. You don't need a lot. Now, moving down to the abdomen. Most girls are very sensitive around their abdomen. A lot of girls don't like to be touched around their abdomen, depending on their physical state, depending on how comfortable they are with their body. However, that is only if you have not done all of the prerequisite of with her breasts, with her arms, with her neck, with her uh, eyelids, with her lips, with her ears. Most girls at this point will be okay for you to run your tongue along her abdomen. Okay, This is where I'm going to stop using my hands as much, and we're going to start to use the tongue a lot more, right? Now, like I said before, if you start to produce a lot of saliva because you start to get excited and you're using your tongue, we're only using the tip of our tongue. Forget the zappel up here. Like this. The tip of our tongue. When we are using, we are using the tongue like it's a finger, okay? You are not using the tongue like you are a dog and that you are lapping up the dog's breakfast, okay? So... You can run the, and what I would most suggest if you are going to, uh, which I do suggest, you should be doing this, which is starting at where the top of your uh, your cavity, the chest cavity would be, which connects down to the diaphragm, just in here, the top row of the abs, if you're just looking at it there, just start there with the tip of your tongue and just work it down. You can work it down in sideways motions, you can work it down like a snake, and because of course the belly button is another area of intense sensitivity and intense uh, nerve ending clustering so to use your tip of your tongue just the tip very light very gentle going down through there avoid the love handle area uh, not only because most girls are just uh most people will start to laugh if you start to rub and and love around the obliques uh people are going to start you, you'll break the vibe you'll break the zone so don't, stay more in the center line stay more on the front line using the tip of your tongue and now here we go. So this is where you'd be thinking, all right, so now we are, now that we've uh, now that we've got jelly state on our entire upper torso, upper body, now we get to the vagina. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. If you go to the hole here, you probably still reach an orgasm, but not a full-body orgasm. Uh, you've already done a lot of good work, but the work's not done yet. So, what would the bonjin do? What would the ordinary man do? The ordinary man would go because what's physically next, what's physically next is the vagina. So he would go straight to that. Incorrect. Don't go straight to the hole. I said before that this is a roller coaster that is blindfolded for her. We're taking her on a journey right now in which that we don't want her to know when anything is happening. We don't want her to know and be thinking at all. I don't want her to have any cognitive processing at all. Any form of cognitive processing will get in the way of a full body orgasm in which that she really releases her consciousness out into the ether. That's essentially what's happening during a full body orgasm. And so if she's concerned with, oh, we've got down to the vagina now. He's down there now. So now she's, ex- she's now going to start, even if you've done a tremendous job through the entire torso, what we've just been through, most girls, now that you're getting close to that vaginal area, you're going to notice that their inner thighs start to create a little bit of tension. Their adductors, ADductors, will start to... I'm not sure if you can see it. No, you can't see that because of the webcam. Their adductors will start to clench a little bit inside. They, uh, they're going to get a little tight in their transverse abdominus, which is based the TA. Basically, the, you can think of it as a... Uh, think of a corset. Think of a, like a corset, like a woman's piece of uh, lingerie. The, the TA is like an internal corset. Right, it's it's like a it's a band, it's it's a thing that goes around that wraps up all of your internal organs and forms the pelvic floor, and so it's going to get a bit, a bit tense there when you start to get down that area. So if you were to go straight to the hole, it, not only is that expected, but she's still too tense for what we want. If you're if you just want to be this low level shrimp that just wants to go down finger, her, you know, do a little bit of tongue play, maybe see if she has an orgasm, then by all means, keep go forget about all the stuff we just talked about. But if you want to achieve the highest level of orgasm you can achieve and to, uh, to have a girl completely let go of who she is, then you need to follow what I'm about to say, which is we now go around. We now go, um, you probably can't see because of the, uh, the camera stops at my waist. But for those of you, especially on the podcast, you're now going to go around. Now at this stage, she's probably still wearing underwear so if she's okay i'll give you two examples here if she's still wearing pants you need to take her pants off at this stage when you get down to this point because you at least should have had her shirt off and her bra off at this point but if she's got shorts on or if she's got pants on you can now take those off take your time though when you get when you get up to take her take her pants take it. she might even start to do it herself but if they're already on you need to lead that and you're going to take them down if she's, she should have underwear on unless you guys just came back from the beach and that was just uh, she was just wearing bathers. But if she should, she'll most likely have some form of underwear on. Keep those on for now. Keep those on for now. Just take the pants off. Just take the shorts off. Get back to where you were when you're in her guard. She's got her hips. She's got, you're inside her hips. Her legs are around you. You're lying on top of her. From here, we're going to go around the vagina and we're going to stimulate the legs now. Right, this is now going to be on the especially the inside of woman's legs. The inside, the closer you get as well to the vagina, the extreme amount of sensitivity and nerve-ending clustering around that area. It's uh it's intense. So we want to make use of this. Because you might have taken care of her upper torso, but the lower torso is just as important and covers just as much of her, you know, as 50% of her body. So why would you ignore that? Shout out to John Dunaher. Uh, why would you ignore 50% of the human body? So so, what you're gonna do is gentle massage. All right, from here, using your thumbs as primary massages, in and out, in and out, just like this. this is the most basic massage technique, any of you can do it, all right? Just, just do it on yourself right now. In and out. You grab your arm, in and out. Mr. Miyagi style, wax on, wax off style, all right? That's what you're gonna do. Inside her legs, pay attention to one leg, all right? Go all around the leg. Tease by going in and out close to the vagina but not going to the hole right and then moving in and out and go up and down the entire leg through her quads through her uh, hamstring underneath through her calves through the top around the kneecap down to her ankles down around her feet around her toes each individual toe moving through them and that's just smoothing out like this smoothing out with the thumb and this should take time you take your time with this now back to the tongue. Once you've gone down both legs and you come back up with your hands, now is when we're going to go through the tongue. And this is now where things are going to start to ramp up a little bit. So we're going to use our tongue in the absolute most inner of her thighs. And the reason, this is why I said keep her underwear on for this part. The, 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 uh, the reason why we want to keep her underwear on is because of the suspense and the tension that this is now building, but tension, not, not in a tense way, tension in an excited way. And so with her underwear still on, you're going to use her underwear as markers, as markers, as a bit of uh, guidelines, if you will, as framework for your tongue. So from this point on, if you want to imagine that he was on top of her and that you're on top of her and that you had just been on your knees massaging through her legs, her eyes are closed, she's laying full back, she's enjoying it, she's probably moaning a little bit as well, and just just enjoying the moment with you. From this point on, what you're going to do now is that you're going to back up a little bit, and you're going to sit back on your heels. So, it's hard for me on the webcam, because I don't have a fucking bench, I can't get up here, but imagine imagine someone who's kowtowing, right? You know the, uh, the, the pose, the... The pose in Asian culture when you uh, w- want to show beg for mercy. You know, that beg for mercy, fetal position uh, is another way of putting it. But basically, you're going to sit back onto your heels and then get your head right down in between her legs. So it's basically like uh, like you're in turtle. Turtle position, turtle position. There we go. That's an easy one to remember from jiu uh, So you can get into turtle position. From this point, turtle position, I want you to take her your hands, right, and you're going to go around the outside of her legs. So, for those of you that this is why it's really good to learn jujitsu because you, you can relate the positions. You're essentially getting triangled. That's the position you're going to be in. Like she was, she could she could easily put you in a triangle from here. This is the position I'm talking about. So you're going to have your head in between her legs. You're sitting back on your heels in turtle position. You're going to have your arms right around right around so that your hands actually reach the inside of her thighs. So if you can imagine, for those of you on the webcam right now, is that you're going to go around like this, okay? So you've got full control of, you can imagine in between, right in between my shoulder and my arm, that's a leg, shoulder and arm, that's a leg, head right there, vagina, boom. So you're right there. That's what this position is. Once you get into that position, like, It sounds more complicated than it is because I'm having to describe this in audio and without actually being literally here with a girl right now. But when you actually get into the position, it's natural. Like it's a natural position to be in if you're about to go down on a girl. So, but the key thing here for a virgin is that a virgin might be a little bit apprehensive about getting that close. You got to get comfortable. You got to get comfortable. That's the idea here. If you're not comfortable, she's not going to be comfortable. So, here we go. As you, like I said before, we've kept her underwear on at for a certain reason at this point. Not only because we've been building touch and we're building tension with her and we've been getting her into jelly state to achieve that full body orgasm. The reason why, so that, having her underwear on still at this point as you've gone through both of her legs, that's just allowed her, that's one less thing for her to think about at this point. But now that, again, if you think about it from, Eyelids ears neck down to the chest nipples through the arms tongue down the midline center line being through both legs right now Now you can see that roller rollercoaster right? And it's starting to get a little bit higher in altitude right here. So like I said before we're gonna to go to the tongue now But the tongue and teeth as well is going to be used to play with not only the string of her underwear But also the edges. Okay, so from here. I don't want you using your hands Right, your hands are like are like you want to imagine your hands and your arms are like gripping uh, tree trunks they're like gripping tree trunks they're for f- structure they're for frame they're for making her feel like oh she's uh she's been taken care of here she can relax like you you're essentially taking a lot of her weight in that sense even though you're on a bed and what you're gonna do is you're gonna use your tongue to go inside if I could get a rubber band do I have a rubber band uh, I don't have a rubber band, but... Here we go. How about this? Ah, shout out to the beads. Okay, so you want to imagine that this is her underwear line. For those of you on the podcast, you really got to be watching this on YouTube. So, But what I've essentially got here is a line of beads. I want you guys to imagine this line of beads is the, the edge of her underwear. Okay, What you're going to be using at this point, now that your face is right there, is that instead of using your fingers to go in and out of her underwear line, you're gonna use her tongue, your tongue, okay? Just like this. Just like that, it's literally just picking it up with your tongue, tip of your tongue, we're using the tip of our tongue always, and you're gonna use that from the very edge of her hip, tongue from the very edge of her hip to pick up her underwear line, go straight down, let it go, go around to the other side. Again, repeat, tongue, underneath the under underneath the underwear line right this is this area for her is so stimulating it's so jacked with the nerves the nerve endings and at this point because what does every average guy do who doesn't know what he's doing who hasn't been researching training in this area is that well he would just literally he would he would have already pulled off the underwear by now and just starting to go into physical works yet he has no idea how to build towards a full body orgasm and this is such a key part of it you want to take your sweet time with this okay you want to use your teeth you want to pick up her underwear line with your tongue and then feed it into your teeth like that pull it pull it back let it snap not too aggressively yeah depending on the girl if she's a really shy girl yeah that might scare her a little bit more but if she's a little bit more physically uh, experienced and aggressive you can snap it but just pick it up in your underwear line and just based on the girl in front of you, based on her tension, what you're reading, is she in full jelly state yet? As I talked about. This entire process of jelly state, you should be keenly aware of her physical tension. That's why it's all fingers, it's all tongue. Because if she, in the event, at this point, that you've gotten to this point with her, and this is the final, I guess, the, this is... This is the moment before we really start to get to the two physical techniques I'm going to teach you guys today, which is sucking the apple and rubbing the lamp. This is the final thing to check off. Is this girl comfortable with us taking her into full body orgasm? This entire step of the way, if she's just been giving you green light, green light, green light, which means she's comfortable. She's comfortable. You feel her body relaxing with every little single moment and every little touch that you've been giving her. Then it's going to be a smooth, Smooth ride into the two ta- techniques I'm going to talk to you guys about in a second, but if at this point some girls are very good through their their head, through their head and through their torso, but a lot of girls because of their sexual experiences in the past, because of uh, maybe it's just they haven't had sex in a long time, maybe they haven't, maybe they haven't even been uh, been stimulated orally in a long time. You know, this is where some tension can start to come up. So this is the final checkpoint. That once I've played with her underwear, uh, with my teeth and my tongue, this is where I make that final check and go, well, just feeling the tension of her legs, feeling the tension of her, I'm going to look up at her and just see is, she, is her eyes open. You know, a girl who's fully relaxed into jelly state, her eyes will be closed, right? Or, and her neck will be super relaxed. She'll be tipping that neck back to different sides. Her entire physical being will have already started the process of orgasm. And this is what guys miss. Guys think orgasm is the one blinding moment of intense pleasure. No, the orgasm is the journey. And the orgasm, the peak moment of an orgasm, is only as good as the journey that led up through the entire thing. It is a process, not a moment. That is what people fuck up about orgasms. It is a process, not a moment. So, moving forward here. If we have ascertained now, and we're talking about this scenario of my 15-year-old hypothetical virgin son who's uh, in this stage now, head between her legs, full control, she's fully relaxed. If you can sense now, she's fully relaxed, she's entered fully jelly state. And this is part two wrapping up now of jelly state. Just to summarize it now, just to wrap it up. All that jelly state is, is lowering her physiology into a place of like jelly, where you could touch any part of her and it's going to cave like jelly. It's going to move like jelly. She is comfortable with anything at this point. Do not go to the hole. Do not go straight to the hoop. Do not even go to the hoop. Do not even go to vaginal stimulation and clitoral stimulation until you have reached jelly state. If it takes you an entire night of doing what I just talked about, of the physical stimulation through her eyelids, ears, neck, nipples, arms, stimulation through the midline, Legs, inside. If it takes you a whole night before you feel like she really did reach jelly state, it'll be all worth it. It'll be all worth it. The sexual pleasure of a half-baked orgasm is nice, it's okay, but it's nothing compared to the... The the words do not describe the full-body orgasm because it is literally a dissension from our view of reality. You no longer perceive reality as you, think, as you are anymore so it, if you have to invest another hour with her because she's a shy, timid girl she's not been used to this she's been a long time before she's trusted a guy to do this with her and maybe she keeps dipping in and out of part one the infinite cloud state if it's gonna take an hour, two hours of this to do with her, I'm fine with that I'm absolutely fine with that there is no rush there is no rush Right, that's your mindset here. But if you do do this very uh, uh, very well and you do this patiently and you do step her through it the whole way through, you know most girls will be okay. Most girls will be okay for you to uh, progress on to the next stage here. So I'm going to take a quick pause just to catch my breath, say hi to some of you guys in the chat, and that's when we're going to step to part three and part four, which are the physical tactics for number one, clitoral orgasm, which is different to part four, which will be g-spot slash vaginal orgasm and the interesting thing about the difference between the two is that clitoral orgasm can only it's like overheating a machine gun because of the intense intense nature of a clitoral orgasm and how it's in such a concentrated area you can't a girl can't have multiple clitoral orgasms in a row she needs time to recover but she can have multiple Vaginal orgasms, G-sport orgasms, squirtation orgasms are on tap. Literally <laughs> literally on tap. So, uh, anyways, I'm going to take a pause there. That's the uh, preview for the next section. <clears throat> I really hope there's no like bloody eight-year-olds watching this. And their parents are just going to flame me in the gram. So, I'm just going to shout out to some of you guys in the chat. Say hi to some of you guys. <clears throat> stay, uh, stay connected. So... What are are we coming up here? Infinite Paradox said Tantra. Yeah, Tantra's got a bit to do with this. Willingness came late, but happened to come on. Uh, Infinite Tantra state. Infinite Cloud state, my friend. Yeah. And he actually seconds the Foreplay podcast. Yeah, if you guys want me to do a podcast on how to reach Infinite Cloud state, let me know. Uh, He says, do you have an aroma lamp? I'll get to you guys' questions later. I'm just addressing you in the chat. McCore77's up in here, or Mr. Core. Says, I would never think to kiss a girl on the eyelids. I'm gonna have to try this next time. I see my girlfriend. You light her up. You light her up. Close her eyelids. And it's not is not a lot of pressure. It's more of just imagine getting the wings of a butterfly and pressing them together. That's how gentle a kiss on the eyelid should be. Okay. Shane Norman says, Oh yeah, keep doing, don't keep going, don't stop. Someone's getting off of this chat. <laughs> Romario McLaren's up in here saying, uh bruh going down on women is frowned upon highly in my culture even the same woman could lose respect for you that's uh hmm. that sounds that's a bit strange i like some more context on that what culture are you from let me know what culture you're from remario i haven't heard of that before maybe it's from a muslim based muslim culture maybe uh ab says are you wearing a merkin on your head i don't know what a merkin is but i hope so I hope I am. Abel says, Love that shout out to John Danaher. Yes, sir. Shout out to John. Why ignore 50% of the human body? Lizette C is up in here saying, Interesting. Women like the extra touch. Romario, do the guys like a woman kissing your bin bin. (laughs) Women don't care for fingers because it dries you the hell up. Uh, And then who's up in here? Carrie Angel 28 Angel says, Yes, I think I heard that about Jamaican men don't go down. Do guys go down on any woman or are they selective? Good question, Carrie. Uh, Also, we're not in the Q&A section right now. I'm just addressing you guys in the chat because we've just gone halfway through the content here. We've gone through the infinite cloud state, psychological, and the physical state of jelly state. But now we're going to be getting... I told you guys, get your fucking apples. Get your apples. So, we're now going to get into the two. So, thank you for all of you that are up in this chat. If you haven't already, please hit that thumbs up down below help support this channel. And uh, I really appreciate you for being here. So here we go. With the apple, (laughs) this is going to be good. I want all of you to just take a moment right now. I'm going to give you a second. If you haven't already got an apple from your kitchen, go get it now. I'm going to dress this up. I'm going to give you guys the intro to what sucking the apple is. And I'll I'll start it by this to just give you guys a chance. Don't worry, you won't miss anything if you have to run off for the next 30 seconds to get an apple. I said at the beginning of this podcast, there are a thousand, inf- there are infinite techniques that you could use to achieve clitoral orgasm, which is what we're going to be talking about first. I'm not interested in any of them, except for one. I am interested in one, and it is the one that is the most effective that I have been practicing and training for the last uh, eight eight, year, eight out of the last 10 years. And uh, it was only, I say eight out of the last 10 years because of my two-year dry gap. But this is... Uh, Like I said, I've never been, I don't, don't, I'm not the guy that's on the internet researching the latest and greatest new technique for clitoral orgasm. No, I want to, here, this is the, let's, Bruce Lee, all right, Bruce Lee, I do not fear the man that has practiced 10,000 kicks once, but I fear the man who has practiced one kick 10,000 times. We take that methodology. That is my philosophy towards uh, sexual tactics and sexual techniques. I don't need 10,000 different ways to stimulate the clitoris. I need one way that works every time that I practice 10,000 times. That's the idea. So that's why sucking the apple is the number one. Now, I did not invent sucking the apple. This is something that I think, oh, this is back in the day. This is back. It must have been when I was researching And uh, I don't even remember who it was or what article I read it from, but they had, they essentially described it as this, and I've mentioned this before, but we're going to go in depth here. So hopefully you guys have your apples. Sucking the apple is for, and you're going to keep your mind focused right now on clitoral orgasm. That's what we're talking about right now. This will apply to when we talk about vaginal and G-spot orgasm, but just keep your minds focused on this for now. Sucking the apple, oh, should we just, we'll just go through the technique first, we'll explain it afterwards. So the technique, I want you to imagine, I want you to take a bite into an apple. Uh, I'll do it before I bite, so I'll talk about it first before I do it. So essentially, I want you to imagine, especially for those of you on the podcast, sucking the apple. Imagine you were to take an apple, and you would take a bite into it. And you were just to hold it in your mouth. So you take a bite, not particularly too big of a bite, but you take a bite and you hold it in your mouth. At some point, the juices from the apple are going to start to drip down. And even though the apple is still in your mouth, sorry, I'll, I'll demonstrate after, otherwise I can't talk about it with an apple in my mouth. Even though the apple is still in your mouth, you could use your tongue to suck up the juices. This is what we call sucking the apple. And again, I did not invent this technique. I don't, remember, I, I don't even think anyone can claim ownership of this technique. There are many different names for, for it. It's just that this is the one that I was first introduced to her by years and years and years ago. But it's the most effective for sure for bringing a woman to clitoral orgasm. So, now, now is, that's the analogy. I'm not telling you to bite her vagina. That is not what I'm saying, okay, for those of you that are in the back seats. So, what you're going to do is that I want you to imagine if you got an apple for this demonstration. I want you to take the apple vertically. So, well, have it just upright. There we go. That's an easy description. And then in the middle, I want you with your fingernail, if you, have, if you can't already, if your apple doesn't already have one, just with your fingernail, just make a little insertion. So just right there on the camera, for those of you on the podcast, I've just dug my finger into the middle of the apple, and that just marks the center point for me. Okay? So what that center point is going to be is going to be the absolute center of her clip. And that is going to be where, if you want to refer to it as the pearl place, I would call it pearl stimulation. So that's where the the pearl of her clit is going to be because the clitoris is actually more than just one little ball of endorphins and nerves and uh, uh, tissue. It's also the hood. And I'm not going to be talking, but there are many other techniques to do with the clitoral hood. Again, I don't need my 15-year-old virgin son who's trying to achieve clitoral orgasm to be worried about that shit right now. It's too much for him. All I need him to know is that when he's taken her underwear off, now going through that analogy, taking her underwear off, and he's there face to face with her uh, clitoris, that he's just going to find the direct center of it. Now, if, for some women, they have very large clitoral hoods, and it's very hard to see to visually see where the pearl, which is what I refer to her the center of her clitoris as, that bulbous that bulbous uh, spot gem spot of absolute stimulation for her. Where she will derive her pleasure from, right? That's uh, that's going to be the absolute center in his apple, so to speak, in this analogy. Now, if he she does have an extremely large hood, right? He can use just very gently his thumb, <clears throat> starting at the top of her vagina, or of where the clitoral hood is, just where it first begins. Just run your thumb, just run your thumb, just from top down. If you go top down on her clitoris, you will find the bulbous point, the pearl, so to speak, and that's where your mark is going to be for sucking the apple. Now, again, guys, I am doing a podcast here. I am having to use words to explain something that should really be physically demonstrated. However, this is not Pornhub.com. So I cannot do that. So I'm using words as best I can, but you're just going to have to use your mind to visualize as much as possible. So once my uh, hypothetical 15-year-old virgin son has found his pearl's point, his pearl point, the pearl place, the girl's pearl. What he's going to do from here is that he's going to place his upper lip directly above the center point, okay? So, directly above the center, and I I can't do it. I'll do it, don't worry. I'll do a physical demonstration with the apple once I've done verbally explaining it. So, he's going to place his upper lip just above there, and where that will land on a girl's uh, vagina is that that will be his upper lip will be right at the top of the hood pretty much because then like the top of his upper lip, because then his tongue will be directly on the center of her pearl. Now, the reason why I'm not telling you to pull the hood back is because at the beginning, a lot of girls, they won't be able to take that stimulation. If you pull the hood back and she's maybe not had sex in three, six months, she's maybe not ever had sex before. Maybe she's never been licked out like this way before. Then if you pull back her clitoral hood and reveal the pearl, that's like, that's like for a guy, you want to, that's like a girl who's been given you a blowjob just around the base of your penis, but never went to the mushroom tip. And then all of a sudden, if you're uncircumcised, pulls back the skin and all of a sudden goes to town on your mushroom tip, that's going to be an absolute overload. So, we don't want to do that at first. We're going to keep the hood where it is. We're going to put our upper lip just above it, which lands our tongue on the direct center where you made that insertion point on your apple. So, what that's going to look like just for a second is just like this, for those of you on the camera. Alright. So, you see where I made that, and I just, from the camera, guys, I just bit into the apple. My upper lip landed right about there, pretty close to the top of the apple, which means that my tongue was in the absolute center. Now, it's really cool because I made the first bite in the apple, and you can already start to see the juices come down. This is where the actual physical technique of sucking the apple comes in. So, now, from this point on, once you make that connection, you've got your upper lip fully connected to the top top of the hood. From this point on, do not move it. Do not let it go. You want to imagine that suction now. That's like... That's a that's a suction lip. The reason why this is very important is because that creates a vacuum of pressure around her vagina that is going to create incredible stimulation. Incredible stimulation. You want to think about in this point when I'm sucking the apple, I'm vacuum tight. I am vacuum tight. You are not moving your head up and down. You are not breaking connection. It is 100% suction the whole time. Okay? Just keep that in mind. Because what's going to happen afterwards now is that, of course, because you're not biting anything, what are you going to do with your tongue? You're going to stick your tongue out and allow it to go flush, flush against her pearl, okay? So if you've got your tongue like this, uh, you got your, you've bitten them to the top. That's what it's going to look like. It's very hard to look, sorry, on the podcast I'm demonstrating for the camera. But basically, if you've got a suction to the top of it, your tongue is going to press straight down onto her pel. From this point, okay, you are now going to begin a sucking motion. Now, this is why you need the apple because it's very hard to describe. It's very hard to uh, to do without a real girl here. So the, the best way, this is why I love it because it's one of the best ways to actually just practice it yourself is that with your full connection to her, now being a sucking motion with your tongue, I want you, it's going to be, uh, it's hard to describe words. So you are got to look at the camera, but I'm going to stick my tongue out on the camera. I'm going to show you the motion because, again, it's actually even hard to show you just with an apple. But it's going to be like this. Up and down, up and down, but, sh- but not like out. Not out in front, just up and down. And you're going to be sucking it in and out as if there was the juices of an apple while you're biting it, dripping down your chin, and you're trying to suck up the the juices from the apple. That's why I have got the apple. So, I'm doing this with this apple here. Hold on. I'll take those bits out, I'll get some real juice going here. And I know you guys can't see what I just did because you'd have to be literally inside my mouth. But all I did well with, with the apple is I just put the top of my lip to the very top, I stuck my tongue out and I allowed the juices to go down and just sucked up the juices. Now, when you do this with the apple, please note the pressure and the suction. You even hear those noises just made. You can hear that's the suction inside my mouth. So it's like it's like having a, putting a vacuum on a girl's vagina, and you, the stimulation is unreal. It's unreal. The big mistake guys make when they go to uh, lick a girl out is that they keep breaking suction. They keep breaking connection. They don't. Uh, they don't allow that heightened, heightened state of stimulation to keep building and building. They keep breaking the tension, which is why when guys say that they struggle to bring a girl to orgasm, and I say, well, what are you doing? And they're just like, oh, I guess I just kind of just move my tongue around a bit. And I'm like, well, have you ever just literally suctioned on and then sucked, use a sucking motion with your tongue? Okay. And if, you, if you can't visualize that, get an apple, mark a center in the apple Put your top lip on the top. Take a bite out. Let the juices suck down, and just suck the juice out of an apple. That is the exact same motion that you'll be doing with the woman. That you'll be doing with her. Now, this for some girls. And th- th- by the way, guys, that's it. That's it. How much time this takes for her to come to orgasm? This is the next important point. Is based on the girl. I've had some girls within five minutes, if not, if not sooner if not sooner, especially if she hasn't had this ever done to her before or if she has not had sex or any activity in this area before, she will start quivering. She will start screaming, not screaming. That sounds a little too aggressive. She will start moaning to the rafters. She will be extremely vocal with this. You can't not be. I've never seen, I've never been in this experience of a girl where the neighbors didn't know about it. Okay. If you're doing it right, unless she's just, she's holding it in, which is really important to reassure her, don't hold it in. It's very important for a girl to let go of not only her psychology through the infinite cloud state, but to let go of her physiology in total, which means that if you notice that she's not letting her vocals go back, vocals is a very important part of this. If she wants to scream, let encourage her to scream. If she wants to moan loud, encourage her to moan loud. Uh, For girls, if there are any girls watching this, if you want to reach a full body orgasm, you're going to have to open up your vocal cords. And by the way, you don't have to force it. If the guy is doing it right, if he's sucking the apple right, you want to do it. You want to let that vocality out. When a girl, for a guy in the flip example, when a girl is just given a mean blowjob, just just given a mean sucky, uh, the guy is going to start to make noises. He's going to start to make aggressive animal-like noises. And he doesn't want to hold that back either. It just builds into the full body orgasm. So, with the sucking of the apple, now bring it back here in terms of uh, noting. How will I know? How will I know I'm doing it right with the sucking of the apple? The way that you knew you're doing it right. Remember the position we're in here, my friends. We've got both our arms around her legs. So I didn't. I mentioned this before briefly, but now it makes more sense. Can you understand why I told you? Not to just have your arms inside or your arms out wide or anything like that, but literally bear hugging, grasping like their trunks, her thighs, her inner thighs and her inner legs. Does it make more sense to you now why that's so important? Just give you a second there to think about that. You're sucking the apple, you've got a suction tie around a your vagina, you're sucking the juices out, you're stimulating that clit. Why would we have such a tight grip around her thighs? It's because I want to know. I want to know. I want to know exactly when she's about to come to full orgasm and then ramp it up. Her legs, her legs will, the, her, particularly her AD doctors, the muscles that run, can you see my leg there on the camera? I'm not sure if you can, but basically if you use my arm, imagine my arms, my leg, the muscles that run the inside of the hips, your adductors, ADductors, not ab, not ABductors, but ADductors, they will start to light up. They will light up when a girl is getting close to orgasm. So that's why I want my arms right around her legs so I can feel the tension and the squeezing, the clenching, the squeezing of her legs. Because when a woman is getting close to orgasm, If she's not real practiced and real keyed in and attuned to letting go, fully letting go, what you'll notice is that she'll start to bring her legs in really tight. She'll start to, almost as if she's trying to crush your head. Not intentionally, of course, but that's what it's going to feel like. And I've had many a girl do this, I've had many a girl do this where literally they're putting me in a triangle. They were putting me in a triangle just without forming the figure four at the top. But they were squeezing their thighs so tight against my head to stop. Now you think, why? Is it just because the pleasure is so intense? Yes, but that's only that's the stimulus. The reason why the the closing of the legs is happening, it's not even conscious at this point. For most of them, for most girls who are not used to letting go into a full body orgasm, right? This is now out of, oh, this is too much. Is this overload. This is going to be... It, and it's, it's happening on such a subconscious level if she's not been experienced to this before. Only when you get into long-term relationships can you train a girl uh, or a longer, longer relationship where you can train a girl to let go. Right? But she's going to want to turn that stimulation off because it's going to be too overwhelming. That's what happens for girls that are not used to this, especially if they've never had a guy suck the apple before. If they've never done used that technique before... That is absolutely overwhelming in terms of pleasure. And so their physiological unconscious response, and it's any human's being response to do this, is to close their legs and to push their legs together really tight. Because imagine, like, this is re- you guys can all relate to this. When you really have to go to the toilet and you've got an impending physical pressure in that area, what do you do? You close your legs. You cross your legs. I want you guys to do it right now. Cross your legs and squeeze your thighs together. I want you to cross your legs over like I'm doing right now. Squeeze your adductors together, right? There's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of power in that, right? And it feels reassuring. It feels grounding. It feels like, like at least just with the squeezing. I'm not talking about the feminine position of crossing your legs, but just squeezing your adductors together. If you guys ever do jujitsu and you put someone in a triangle, it is one of the most uh, physically fulfilling submissions because you just squeeze the life out. Like you know, it's just such a tight squeeze, right? Because your legs are so powerful. So when a girl is getting very close to clitoral orgasm, and mentioned, remember before, I said this before, a clitoral orgasm is like an M60E4 machine gun going off on full auto until it overheats. And that's why girls have to have time to recover from a clitoral orgasm. And where we'll part four, we'll talk about the vaginal g-sport orgasm so what i'm looking for it might take her five minutes it's generally speaking no longer than 10 though i don't remember the last time that i was uh going down on a girl using sucking the apple technique and and it took any longer than 10 minutes for her to come to clitoral orgasm now no no if you're just joining in on this q a right now uh the way that happens is because of all of the journey that led up to it I didn't just like throw, we didn't just jump into bed and I just all of a sudden start sucking the apple. No, we've had, we've had a whole night of sexual foreplay. We've had a whole last hour, two hours of full body care and attention. So that's why when you start to suck the apple, it's this, this is the roller coaster going down now. This is the, the blindfold's taken off now and the roller coaster is going from Mount Olympus down to the earth. And that is, that's what she's feeling. So it's an absolute rush, which is why it should not take long. However, getting back to it, the final part of this clitoral uh, orgasm is that when I've got my arms around her legs, the reason for this is not only to know when she's getting close, because when she's getting close, you're going to feel that tension. She's going to bring her thighs in. She's going to try to almost choke you out in a sense. Not intentionally, of course, but that's what it's going to feel like. So not only is it a, a preventative measure in the sense of if you've got your arms on the inside of her legs you can stop, you can reassure her that it's okay. And for girls that really are trying to stop the orgasm from happening, which you would not believe how many girls do. So many girls in their first time experiences with this type of uh, care and attention, they're just not ready for this stimulation. And so they will try and stop the orgasm and they do that unconsciously by crossing the legs, bringing their legs together and getting really tight and tense. But I don't want her tight and tense in her musculature. I want her like jelly. We spent the whole hour like jelly. I want her in jelly the whole way through. So if I've got my arms there, not out wide, but wrapped around her legs, and I can start to just gently pull them, gently give a pulling force so that she recognizes, because if she's not aware of it, she's not aware that she is intensely trying to crush your head between her legs. Okay, She's not aware of that. right? All she's aware of is really nothing but the intense pleasure, the intense stimulation. So, which is good, but we need to stop her unconscious wiring uh, from stopping the orgasm from happening by just applying a little pulling pressure. If you give her a little pulling pressure on the inside of the thighs, that'll wake her up for a moment and make her realize, oh shit, I was really fucking tight. I was really trying to crush his head between my legs. Okay? Now, she won't say that most likely, I don't know a girl that would say that. But what often happens is that when you just give her that little signal of just, just give a little pulling, little pull as she starts to tense those legs, she'll relax them. She'll relax them a little bit. Now, I will say this. For some girls that have not had an orgasm in months, it doesn't matter what the hell you do. They're going to try and crush your head until it is dust, right? Until it is dust. And that's a good thing because they're getting overloaded by the stimulation. That's fine. But it does get in the way of a full body orgasm, she'll still reach orgasm, but not full body. So we'll get to that in a sec. Okay. So, But also there, there is definitely, a, I've had a girl literally uh, squeeze so tight on my neck that I was lit. she was about to choke me out uh, with her legs in a triangle. Like not, did she knew she was doing a triangle, but that's how tight she was pressing my head. And uh, so you've got to have your legs and your hands in there as well for yourself. but it's more to let her know that she can relax. That's the main reason. Now, another sign that you're doing, because what are we on? We're just wrapping this up here. And the most the things that my virgin son hypothetical needs to know is just the key signs of when she's approaching her full body orgasm and how to ramp it up when the time comes. So that's the first key. Thighs start to come in. She starts to pressure in with the thighs. That's key. Check one. That means you're doing it right. That means that she's... The stimulation, the pressure in that vagina is getting so intense in the clit, getting so intense. Now, next sign you'll get from her, convulsions, hip convulsions. Have you guys ever, you should have, you bloody should have. If you haven't already, you, better, you should be doing it right now. I can't do it right now because I'm doing a podcast. But if you go and hold a plank or a bridge, for those of you in Australia, if you get down on the floor and you hold the bridge position, aka the plank position, just hold it for as long as you possibly can. Hold it. When you start to reach your breaking point, what you'll notice is that in your lower back, particularly around your TA and hip area, you start to get uncontrollable shakes. You'll get these like quivers that go, woo, woo-woo. And it's it's almost like imagine a large wooden beam inserted into the earth, and someone has just put a gigantic 50. 50 million ton square cubic block of steel just just on top of this little block of wood. And then it's starting to shake. It's starting to... It's like... Right, it's, that, it's that convulsion. The best way of you feeling it is to get, it, get down on the floor and do a bridge, a plank, for max time. And when you get towards the end, in your lower back, particularly around your sacrum and around the front, just where your uh, intestines would be, uh, just around the front, just below your belly button, you're going to find you get, you get uncontrollable shakes. This is key too of when a girl is about to reach a full body orgasm. You're going to start to feel, so not only is the pressure from her legs there, but now as I'm sucking this apple, as I'm sucking this apple on her uh, clit, you're going to start to feel those shakes in her hips. They're going to start to go, woo, woo and that's how you know the full body orgasm is coming on and not just a regular orgasm now that her cuz what is that what's physiologically happening there is that the stimulation and the pleasure is getting so overwhelming that her core muscles her transverse abdominus which is what keeps all that down there together that if they are starting to not fatigue is the wrong word but they are starting to work overtime. They are starting to, to control and contain the stimulation of what's going on in her clit to make sure that her internal organs don't just burst, right? They're having to do work. And so that's where that, just like in a bridge, that's where that stimulation, that shake is coming from. So you're going to start to notice this. Those shakes are going to come on. Now, what does she want to do? What does the girl want to do? And she's, none of this is conscious at this point. It shouldn't be. If you're doing it right, none of this is conscious. What's a girl going to do when she starts to get those shakes? She's going to squirm. She's going to squirm. This is another huge indicator that she's coming on for the full body. Full body exam, she's going to squirm. She's going to squirm backwards up the bed, right? Which is going to feel like she's trying to get away, but she's not. She's just moving with the shakes, She's moving with the shakes. If you were to stop at that point, she would fucking yell at you. She would slap you with the face and go, what are you doing? Keep going. Keep going. So you're going to uh, get those shakes. You're going to feel those shakes. You're going to feel that squirm. And as she's moving in that squirm-like motion up the, up the back of the bed, again, the exact reason why you had your arms and I told you to put your arms around the inside of her thighs that now you stop her from squirming back up and moving away. And, though, and so it's like a counter, it's both a push and a pull type thing. It's a push and pulling force of that. You use that to lock her hips down that position, which allows her core to relax. So those shakes don't become uncontrollable. So you're doing a lot of work here. Yeah, you got to be fit to be able to do this. You can't be just some low level shrimp doing this. And so as she's moving, especially the girls that go to the gym, girls that got powerful legs, Right, those squirms are going to get pretty intense, but this is all building towards the full body orgasm. This is all building to uh, what what we're all working towards here. And so these are the three keys you've looked at so far. You've looked at a tense tension on the inner legs, part one. Part two, convulsion of the hips, a.k.a. her core is starting to get shaken. It's starting to get fatigued in that sense. It's not quite the right way. It's more just shaking. And then finally, the squirming. When you, when you start to feel all those three, and it normally happens that progression in my experience, when you get all those three going, right then, when you get that third final sign, when the squirm starts to happen, that's when you now go into overdrive. You take the sucking of the apple to the next level, in which that now, if you had just had, remember, you should not have broken contact. You should not have broken suction with the top lip. And the sucking motion. But let's say, because you might be thinking, how aggressively am I trying to suck the pearl and suck the apple? It's At first, it's not that intense. You know, just like just like one motion per second. Just like one, one, one. It's like that. It's kind of that rhythm as you're sucking the, uh, the clit. But when you've got those three key signs that she's now on the verge of a full-body orgasm, inner thigh tension, convulsion of the hips, and now squirming, physically squirming, Right Now, you want to go from that pace of one, one, to now, voom, 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 voom. You want to double time that. You want to double time the suction. So if you guys got your apple here and you're you're practicing that sucking motion, if you were just previously going at it of like a, that's like one, one, one. Now you want to go... You want to go two, 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 it's like it's on a one, two pace. One, two, one, two, one, two, one. It's going ramping up, ramping up, ramping up. And that, from that point on, it's only a matter of time. It's probably only going to be about 30 seconds. You might go 30 seconds and she's going to have a full body orgasm done and dusted. All right. Now, when that full body orgasm comes, be careful. Her hips will go to the sky. Her hips will go to the sky. Again, another reason why I've got your arms locked around her inside of her legs when a girl has a full body orgasm from the clitoris, actually just in general, but particularly from the clitoris, her hips are going to buck. Her hips are going to buck. They're going to go... Because like yours, if you guys have ever had a full body orgasm, either through tantric masturbation or through tantric sex, your hips become uncontrollable. You, you lose control of your hips. You you physically... Have you guys ever seen a dog? Have you guys ever seen a dog having... Inter, uh, not intercourse, but if you guys have ever had dogs, uh, and you ever see a dog having sex with the air, right? If you don't have dogs, you don't know what I'm talking about. For all dog owners, you know what I'm talking about. And and you see them go into that uncontrollable uh, hip motion when they're, when they're uh, getting a little frisky, when they're in heat. That's what humans do because we're animals as well. And when we go through full body orgasm, our hips become uncontrollable. So make sure that when you have double-timed on that, sucking the apple, you're double-timed on that and she's in full body orgasm now, just keep a tight control, keep a tight lock on her inside legs, so you don't get literally hit. Uh, there's a her pelvic bone, which is for guys. If you imagine the pelvic bone is like just, 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 just before your penis would begin. There's a pelvic uh, bone there uh, that can hit you in the face, and that can hurt. So keep a tight control on the hips as she's coming in. And that's all you really need to know uh, all you really need to know, do it you can, of course, you can break suction once she's reached the full body. and the full body you there's no not knowing. It's her body, her hips will become uncontrollable. She will be screaming out loud. her hip, her head will be pressing back into the back of the bed post, into the back of the pillow. Her fingernails are likely digging into your skull. If they weren't digging into your skull, she's probably got one digging in her neck and one digging in your neck. So, but most girls will increase their tension of their hands and just dig into something. Most girls will dig into your head, into your neck uh, to just control what's going on here. Uh, in the back of your ears as well, girls, girls will love to grab on and control that when they're getting very close to full body orgasm. So be prepared for that. Um, if I missed anything here, No, that's really the summary of the clitoral orgasm. Uh, Like I said before, there are many uh, techniques to uh, going through a clitoral orgasm. However, there's one that I've found that I've done my 10,000 reps with, which is sucking the apple. You just need some practice with that. Go over this podcast if you haven't, uh, don't know what that means. Go back over this podcast, get yourself an apple, take a bite in, connection, vacuum, suck to the top, sucking motion like you're sucking the juices out over the direct center of her clitoris. Hood's still over. You don't need to pull the hood back. And then it's just a matter of time making sure you've got the hands pinned around the legs and then you're just reading. And when I say reading, all I mean is you're just being highly, highly aware of the three critical signs that a full body orgasm is coming on. Number one, inattention of the thighs. She's trying to put you in a triangle, essentially. Trying to squeeze your head uh, with her thighs, which means that she's trying to control the stimulation. Unconsciously, of course. Part two, Uh, convulsions of the hips you feel those quivers in her core and then part three the uh, squirming when she starts to squirm back lock it down bring it in tight then as soon as you get that key note that she's starting to squirm that's when you double time your motions of the sucking of the apple if you're only going one 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 then when you get that squirm one two one two one two one two and then it's going to be probably about 30 seconds away a minute away before she enters a full body orgasm Brake suction so you don't get your head hit. But keep control of her legs. Her hips are going to buck though. They will buck. Um, and that's really all it is for part three. Now we're going to move on to G-Sport stimulation. And we're going to move to the final part. The final part of this, which is uh, vaginal orgasm. This one won't take as long to do. The, the, the Apple one just takes more because... Uh, you, it's very hard to visualize. Like You have to really do it uh, to get a, get a sense for it. So uh, I'm going to take a pause here and just say thank you to those of you who are up in this live chat. Really appreciate you being here. Drop a thumbs up down below if you join this content. I will get to your questions in good time. Uh, so you can drop your questions down below. Racing, drop the super chat so I'll address that first when the time comes. But we've just got one more section to go and that's the, uh, the G-spot. Oh yeah, that's the final thing I want to talk about with the clitor. I mentioned before that once a girl has a full body clitoral orgasm, you need to chill then. You need to relax after that point. You can now go down to the G-spot. You can now go inside the vagina, but you need to leave the clit alone after that because it has been a rocket sent to the moon. It has been lit on fire. If you try and stimulate that again, it's just like for a guy, after you've ejaculated, you don't really want to be touched on the mushroom tip for at least a few minutes. Like It's, it's pretty fucking sensitive. Okay, so <clears throat> so with that being said, let's move on to part four. Let's say now that fifteen-year-old uh, uh, virgin hypothetical son is is uh, uh, giving her some time. She's got her. She's come back to this universe. She's come back to this reality after that clitoral orgasm, and he goes, "Hey, hey, uh." St- Let's keep going. Let's stay there. Let's stay here for a minute. Let's enjoy ourselves a minute here. And so she's going to be there, uh, overloaded. But give her a few minutes to relax. Give her a few minutes to get come back, come back down. Now we're going to go down to the vaginal uh, G spot stimulation. Now there's a couple of things here. Uh, there's so much ridiculous content. Like when I look at videos, when I've seen videos in the past of how to find the G-spot, how to reach the G-spot. They show these diagrams, like these cross-section diagrams with the cervix and the fallopian tubes and all this anatomy. And none of it makes sense. Like in terms of like real world application, it's like you can't draw like, okay, so where do my fingers even go in this, like, di- this diagram? That's what I hate about those pictures. So I'm gonna keep it much, much more simple than that. Always start with one finger, uh, primarily because generally speaking, after a clitoral orgasm, this okay. There's two contingency. There's two plans here. If you didn't do the clitoral, uh, well, it's actually it applies to both. If you didn't go through a clitoral orgasm with her first, didn't take her there first, always start with one finger because she's not warmed up for it yet, and uh, we want to ease her mus- musculature, ease her muscular into this into this uh, g sport orgasm. However, if she has just had a clitoral orgasm. While we can't give her another clitoral orgasm for at least 15, 30 minutes, we can definitely go down for this G-spot. However, because of all that muscular tension, it's still gonna be a bit tight. So unless a girl has just, is regularly having clitoral and G-spot orgasms every single day with multiple different partners, she's gonna be pretty tight. So start with one finger, index finger. For those of you that are, oh, this is beautiful. Because this is the technique I'm going to be teaching you guys for JSPOT uh, orgasm, which is the rub in the lamp, rubbing the lamp. But there's one thing about this rubbing the lamp that actually helps me to describe exactly the motion. Uh, and I know this is not a lamp; this is a bloody kettle or a teapot. But don't who has a fucking lamp? Right? I don't have an actual lamp. <laughs> this is pretty close though. Uh, so I'm going to be. This is good because I can actually show you. Uh, the the motion i can show you what it's going to look like how you're going to be able to find it on her so let's start with part one when it comes to this entire technique is called rubbing the lamp that's my original term the actual technique uh you could, i think many many people have different names for it It's just what i call it but so i'm using my index finger to begin with if you imagine this is the girl's hips this is the entry of her vagina just on that slight angle Index finger is going to come in You're going to go to roughly For those of you on the podcast It depends on how large the woman is But it's roughly To the second knuckle on your index finger That's where the G-spot lies On the upper wall of her vagina So if you take your index finger go Inside the vagina That's one knuckle in That's two knuckles in Right about there You curl your finger back One knuckle in Two knuckles in Curl the finger back Right there against the inside of the top wall of her vagina. That is where the G-spot lies. So that's in terms of finding it. Now, what does it feel like? For those of you, how do I get have never done this before. I have no idea. What's it going to feel like? The best way, like how do I know that I'm actually on it? Because for different girls, based on uh, how tall and how long their vaginal cavity is, it might be three knuckles back. It might be one and a half in. Depends how large the girl is. But it's roughly about two knuckles in. You're pretty much gonna be pretty good pretty good bet being two knuckles in. With this, the way it feels, or the way I like to describe how it feels, is that if you were to just take your palm, I want you guys to grab your palm here and I'll face it towards you, but you know, imagine your palms facing you on the right hand side of your left palm. So take your left palm and I want you to go to the base of your palm on your left side on your palm on the right hand, bottom right hand corner. If you guys are on the cam, you can see it right here, is my left hand, bottom edge. So basically where the pinky is, follow your pinky right down to the base. You're gonna feel a little knuckle, or it's not a knuckle, it's a um, it's an insertion point. And uh, actually I think it's a bony point as well. So there's a couple things going on there. But basically you're gonna feel a little point, a little kind of round point, just at the base of your palm that connects down through your uh, pinky finger. I want you to just rub your thumb over that really gently. Just over the ridge. Just over the ridge there. That is what the G-spot feels like when it's not aroused fully. It's going to feel like a, just a little ridge. It's going to feel like a little ridge. Uh, for different girls, it might be quite ribbed. It might feel like there's wrinkles in it. Some girls not. Some girls it's pretty smooth. But it's going to be like a, a bump, a ridgy bump. Just and it feels very similar to this bony point on the base of your wrist on the right hand side of it if it's facing if your palms facing you it connects to the finger point. Now I want you to now you get an idea of that. That's what it might kind of that's what it feels like when it's when you just begin. So it's a bit hard to distinguish from the rest of the uh, the rest of the upper wall of the vagina. However, if you were to now with your same palm, cross your thumb to the inside. Like this, put your thumb on the inside. that's going to force the muscle underneath your thumb to become quite pronounced. Now I want you to rub over rub over that muscular formation that's now appeared just at the base of your wrist. and I want you to compare that to the other the point one. so you go over point one yeah okay it's a little bit of a little bit of bump there. I know what you' what you're talking about. Cross your thumb over. oh shit that's enlarged now that's engorged. When a girl is very sexually aroused, the G-spot becomes a lot easier to find, which is why I always go, or for the most part, I go with clitoral orgasm first because uh, that allows the G-spot to become much more engorged with blood because she's already had all that stimulation going down in that area. So, but if you for some reason didn't start with clitoral orgasm, it's going to feel a little bit more like the bony point connected to your your pinky finger at the base of your wrist Cross the thumb over, pump that mu- that muscle up. Just rub over it. Just rub over it. It's gonna feel like that for some girls. Like I said before, it might be a bit ribbed. Like it's gonna feel like there's uh, wrinkles in the skin there for some girls. It's very smooth, but that's what the G spot is gonna feel like. That's how you know you got it. Now, is it? Are you? Are you bloody uh, Captain Cook trying to find Australia down there? No, you're not. You're not Captain Cook. All right. Do not be so concerned when you get your finger am I, am I exactly two knuckles in all right though just get roughly halfway up your index finger, all right? You're gonna curl that finger back and you're just gonna almost like imagine you are motioning towards someone, come to me. come to me type motion like this where your finger is just curling back just like that. That's all it is. That's all you're gonna be getting, just to find the G-spot. Just trying to find it, feeling the upper wall. She's gonna be she's gonna be loving it. She doesn't know that you're Captain Cook searching for Australia. Not that you should be, but you know, don't be so uh, pressured about it, is what I'd say. You know, you're just feeling around and you're feeling for that bump, that ridge on the upside of the wall that might be a little ribbed, might not be ribbed. Depends on the girl. And uh, if you can't feel it at first, it often means that she's just not fully engorged down there. She might have a little bit more time. But in time, it starts to become pretty damn obvious. And uh, especially, the, especially with the smaller the girl. Smaller the girl because it gets, just, it's, gets very pumped up. Uh, and like in relation to the rest of her vaginal cavity. So, like a professor. So, uh, so now that's part one of just finding her G-spot. Now, this entire technique is what I refer to as rubbing the lamp. Now, for those of you that have not seen Aladdin, you could go watch Aladdin, All right? When you rub the genie's lamp, okay, what is the motion, and what are you doing when you rub the lamp? Because this is the actual physical technique that's going to bring her uh, part, two parts. This is part one to bringing her to the full body orgasm through vaginal stimulation. When you rub the lamp, when the when when Aladdin rubs the lamp, he's not he's not using like plain tipping it upside down, playing with each little like, like the, the hose at the front or the pouring part of the front and kind of dingling it by the handle. And you know, he's not using his fingertips either. Is he? He's not rubbing it with his fingertips. He's got a full palm, full palm connected motion. When you rub the lamp, it's like this, right? It's like this. I'm not doing, I'm not, don't doing anything but that. There's only one way to rub the lamp correctly. Anyways, And that is the motion we are going to use to stimulate her G-spot. So, using this, uh, this is actually a really good tool. I didn't even know it was going to work out this well. But so, once you've got one finger in and you've uh, stimulated the G-spot, if she's flexible enough and her vagina is relaxed enough, we'll go on with two. You can use two or you can just use the middle finger. You can use the uh, Spider-Man grip if you want, you know, like that or you can use two fingers, it depends. Again, it depends on the size of the girl because a girl with a much smaller vagina can only handle one finger. But a girl with uh, more sexual experience or just a larger vaginal cavity will be able to handle two fingers. So for this example, because the opening in this teapot is not large enough for two fingers, I'm just gonna use the spider grip. That's a grip that I like to use anyway. It just looks like Spider-Man putting his web out. You just curl your middle finger back. So my middle finger is gonna go in two knuckles, about two knuckles deep, I'm going to use the come here motion like this on the upper inside of her wall to find that engorged uh, thing like a ridge. Thinking like a ridge. Okay, I found it. Very good. Once I find it, tap on it. Stay, Stay on it. Very similar to the clitoral orgasm with sucking the apple. I am not going to now break connection with that. One of the reasons why guys cannot bring a girl to vaginal orgasm is because they're constantly taking the finger in and out off the G spot. We don't want that. We want full connection the entire time. This is again the building of a roller coaster. If you take your finger off the G spot, that allows the pressure to go down. That allows the stim to go down. So once you find that G spot, now again I really, I really uh, if you even if you don't think you have it, sometimes you think you might not have it. Just watch her. Just watch her, watch her. She'll tell you, she'll tell you in not so many words that that G-spot has been hit. Again, very similar physical markers. You'll feel her legs start to clench a little bit. You'll feel her start to squirm a little bit. Her moaning will start to kick up. Uh, She'll start to touch herself a lot as well. She'll start to dig fingernails deep into your head, okay? You'll just notice she'll physically respond when you hit that J-spot and you hit it good, okay? So, uh, by the way, you guys might be thinking, what am I doing with my mouth and my tongue at this point? That's a key thing we'll get to in a second. But for this for this moment, you are still sitting on your heels, but you're not, you haven't got your face down there at the moment. You're kind of just like sitting. She's still got her legs around you. You're in her hips, and you've just got this, you've got a good position with your shoulder like this. Come here, motion, fingers in like this. Okay, but you're not, you haven't got your face resting on her hips or anything like that, not yet anyway. So, but that'll come. So, as you now, here, picking up where we were left off. Oh yeah, you're just picking up physical signs that you've hit it. So now that you've got the G-spot, we stay fully connected. Do not let go of it. Do not take your finger off. This is really key for the motion here, that now my shoulder and my forearm is going to drive the entire motion, okay? Okay. From now, my finger, it can stay... It's not like stiff as a board. You know, there's a little bit of looseness to it, but it's a wave rubbing the lamp-like motion, right? It's a wave-like motion where it's just like this, where my finger stays on the G-spot, but my shoulder and forearm in this motion that I'm doing right now in the podcast, it looks like a wave. That is the motion, right? And as long as you stay connected on that G-spot, it just provides a thousand times, not only the leverage point, but a thousand times the pressure, right? And you can control the pressure so much more, you won't get fatigued as quickly because if you're just using your wrist, if you're just wristing the G spot you are gonna get a sore wrist. But if you can use your entire shoulder and forearm like this, you've got way more power and you're, using your, you're engaging your obliques, you're engaging your serratus, you're engaging your lats, you're engaging your shoulder, you're engaging your elbow, and the wrist as well, right? And that's all connected to one fine-tuned point on the g spot Of course, this is going to be a quite an experience for her. This is going to be an intense experience. So I don't want to hear about any of you just using the wrist, okay? There are other techniques that use that for sure, but not for what we're talking about today and not that you would ever really need. Like I said to you, uh, I'm not interested in 10,000 different kicks. I'm interested in one kick that I practiced 10,000 times. This is that one kick for vaginal orgasm that I practiced 10,000 times. Okay, so now we are going to move to part two of rubbing the lamp. Rubbing the lamp, and that's what I was doing about that, that motion of rubbing the lamp, right? When you rub the lamp to get the genie to come out, you don't just rub it, take your hand off, rub it, take your hand off. No, you rub it until the genie comes out. That is the exact same principle here with the vaginal stimulation, that I am not taking my finger in and out right if we're going for a full body orgasm which is what we're doing we are keeping that finger pressed in tight we are using the connection like it's a mechanism just like this just like this okay now i mentioned the face i mentioned the tongue before what is our face and tongue doing as we are rubbing the lamp well as we're rubbing the lamp we start with that to begin with because we need to get her used to that we don't want to overload her with too much but but we now draw a separation between well, it's not a separation, but there's two ways you can go with this. Do you want her to squirt or not? Do you want to take her down the path of squirting or not? If you just want to uh, stay with the G spot and just go with the G spot orgasm, you don't have to do anything with your tongue or anything with your face at this point. You don't have to. You don't even have to. You don't have to touch her clit at all at this point. Her clit at all at this point. Just rubbing the lamp, right, done in this way, is more than enough to achieve a full body orgasm. Uh, Just do that. However, and then then again, you're just looking through the three signs. You're looking through tightness in the thighs. You're looking through convulsions in the hips. And then you're looking through the uh, squirming of her body, right? You just keep going to that, Goes When you hit the third sign, when you hit the third tick of her squirming, you take your motion from one motion, like from one for one, one for one, to now 2.1. So one, two, one, two, one, two. Uh, but you don't need to do that until you hit that squirming. So that might take her about five minutes or so, depending on the girl. However, if you would like to bring her to a squirting full body orgasm, you will now need to get your tongue and mouth involved. And this is my favorite. This is my favorite. So as you've got you're rubbing the lamp, motion going down, genie in the bottle style. You are now going to combine that technique with sucking the apple. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All the stuff that you had just learned on sucking the apple, you thought, oh, that was only applicable to that. No, this is a prerequisite. It's a prerequisite. Now, there's some things I should say here before we talk about squirting, which is this. If a girl has never squirted before, uh, you need to guide her through it. In which that You probably have to have, like, I've, I don't don't remember the last time I met a girl that was so sexually experienced, who was so used to squirting, that could just squirt without any guidance, right? Because the pressure, the building up of pressure that is gonna, in combination, squirting, sorry, squirt, rubbing the lamp and sucking the apple, that is gonna bring about a squirting full body orgasm. And if she's never done that before, she's gonna hold it in. I've had this discussion with many of my past girlfriends, and not even not even just girlfriends, just girls that I did this with. And I and I'd, uh, i I re- you know, I always like to try. I like to try to see if they can do it without me having to have sit down and talk with them about it. But a lot of the times, you're gonna to have to sit down there and talk to her about it. So let me describe the technique first, and then we'll describe all the troubleshoot afterwards. So. You got Ginny in the lamp, no, sorry, rubbing the lamp, Ginny in the bottle going down with your finger. That's really good. As soon as she's comfortable with that, as you notice that, ah, her body's starting to relax into this, she's gone into that, oh, okay, she's lost, she's off of the thick, she's infinite cloud state, her eyes aren't even here anymore, right? Now what you're going to do is combine sucking the apple. So you're going to take your head down, you're going to take your head down, you're going to be now, shoulders are going to be behind your left shoulder, right? Because I'm right-handed, but I prefer to do this with my left hand so that my right hand can be around her leg. Because I want my stronger arm around her leg to help control the intense sexual pleasure and pressure that is coming on. Like that, That technique I told you about holding onto her legs is not just because it seems natural or it seems right. It's actually very utilitarian. It's it's for utility. There are many purposes to having control of her inside of her legs. Ashigurami, sir. Shout out to John Dano. So, and uh, jujitsu. So, uh, jujitsu. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so get off my gadgets. So, my left hand is going to be doing the rubbing the lamp. My right shoulder, and my shoulders are basically going to be on the bed right here. You're going to be lying right down. Because your face is now going to connect onto her clitoris to be performing Sucking the Apple. Right arm goes around her, her, the leg that's closest to your right shoulder, if that's the side you're doing it on. And so this is a three... You've got three things going on right now. You've got rubbing the lamp, sucking the apple, and a control on the, on the leg. This is what brings about the most intense full-body orgasm you'll ever see that involves squirting. You're still looking for the same signs. However, they are going to be far more intense. If whatever you notice during the clitoral orgasm, those three markers of her trying to squeeze her legs together, times it by 10. She's going to be really trying to squeeze the shit out of your head. right? When part two, convulsions on the hips, it's almost going to be, you know, the convulsions, the convulsion is convulsions not even the right word. It's going to be sh- just shaking, full body shaking when she starts to achieve that squirting orgasm. And then finally with the squirming, it's like rocking hips. Her hips will be rocking. It's not even squirming. It's going to be like she's, uh, she's, she's like a fish in water almost. Like she's a fish in water. That's the, So it's just far more intense. Because not only have you got, she's achieving an orgasm through clitoral. Because you're doing the suck in the apple. But she's also having her G-spot stimulated simultaneously. Which is going to bring about a vaginal orgasm. So she's having two, two separate orgasms at once, which will then build into a final full body, which allows to the squirt. And now with the squirt, this is what I talked about before. Like, So what's going to happen, I'll finish that. What's going to happen is that when she goes through, when she reaches that peak moment, again, like I said, all the same principles, keep, wait for the third and final indicator of the squirming motion or the full body hip rocking to Amplify your pressure by double to double your pressure. So if you're a genie in the lamping If you're rubbing the lamp at a one motion one motion one motion one motion one motion Now when you sense that oh fuck she's getting close to full body orgasm now One two one two one two one two Same on the lip same on the tongue. We're sucking the apple from one just one 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 To now Two one two one two one two you bring them both together and then all of a sudden, when you start to feel it, she will push your head away. When she has that full body orgasm and goes to squirt, because she, she knows it's coming out, she will push your head away. Her hips will become uncontrollable, just like in the clitoral orgasm, but only this time, it's gonna be spraying. It's gonna be spraying now, and it's gonna be pretty intense. For most girls, uh, the amount that, the, that you'll be surprised with the intensity that girls squirt with, especially first timers. So don't be shocked. Don't be shocked by that. Uh, now, troubleshoot. There's one prerequisite to a squirting orgasm. And is that she has to know how to let go of that feeling. So what the girl feels when a squirting orgasm comes in is very much like she needs to go to the toilet. So, I mean, we can all relate to this. When you got that feeling, that pressure down there to go to the toilet, the last thing you want to do and you don't have a toilet near you is going to the toilet. And you're just like, I need to hold on to this as much as I can, that internal pressure. And you know that, oh, if I let go of this pressure, shit's just gonna start flying. Like, you know, <laughs> piss is gonna start spraying. So for a girl, it's the same feeling. So for girls that had never squirted before, they think that, oh, fuck, I can't let it go because I'm gonna piss on this guy. I don't wanna piss on this guy, right? Who would wanna do that? But that's actually not, not what's happening. When you're in that uh, stimulation, when you're getting her and bringing her to her full body orgasm through vaginal stimulation in tandem with clitoral. It's just that that pressure, it's the same area, it's the same pressure, but it's not urine, right? So what's going to happen is you have to have that conversation with her afterwards most likely. Like I always try. I always try to see if she will let go of it and it's few and far between that will. But often they will just have the full body orgasm, but they won't squirt. And then when we're lying there in bed afterwards, I'll say, hey, did you ever feel like uh, you needed to kind of go to the toilet during that orgasm? And she's like, yeah, like really intensely. I'm like, next time, let it go. She's like, what? Let it go? Like, let it go because that's the squirting. And trust me, it makes the orgasm that much better. And so she has to be told, if a girl doesn't know how to squirt and to trust that that feeling of going to the toilet is not going to result in her going to the toilet, but in her having a squirting orgasm, then she's going to be far more likely to let go of it. Now, some girls it takes many, five, ten experiences to train them to let go of that, for them to train themselves to let go of that. It doesn't. It doesn't come naturally. It's You. She's literally fighting a bodily urge. Her entire life she's been. Uh, taught to hold in until she gets to go to the toilet. So especially not in a naked sexual space. So do not be surprised that the first time you try the full body squirting orgasm that she doesn't squirt yet still has a full body orgasm. Uh, You need to sit her down and and trust and teach her through that. Trust her and have sessions with her, have time with her uh, to practice that with her. Uh, Not only really sexually experienced girls who are used to squirting can just let her go on tap because they know. They know that that's what's going to happen, and my friends. So let me let me summarize it up. So we've talked about I talked about four key things here. Part one: infinite cloud state. Nothing of what I talked about with sucking the apple or rubbing the lamp. Those two techniques they are my two go-to techniques that I have been drilling for years and years and years. I love them to death because they never fail as long as I don't fail. And what that means is that. I'd nailed part one, infinite cloud state. I made sure I took my sweet time in sexual foreplay leading up, the entire night leading up, and then that one to two hours of prepping her body to take her down to part two of jelly state, getting her entire body loose like jelly, right? Stimulating every every, every nerve center through so the eyelids, ears, neck, areola, the nipples through the center line close to the belly button, around the inside of the thighs, you know, toes, all that stuff, right? If I've done all that, then a clitoral orgasm is going to be a pretty safe bet. You can definitely, I don't know, you can start there with a girl if it's your first time. If it's my 15-year-old son in hypothetical, who's a virgin, that's the one, that's the one I'm going to get him to just get, just get started with the clitoral orgasm. Don't worry about vagina one yet. The clitoral one is a lot easier because you don't have to find the clitoris. The clitoris is just right there. Okay, as opposed to having to find the G-spot, which is not actually that hard to find if you have someone teach you how to find it, as I've done with you guys today, which I'll recap in a second. But with the sucking of the apple, very simply, just get suction your upper lip to the top of her clitoral hood, which lands your tongue in the absolute center of her pearl. From that point on, as if you were sucking juices from an apple that you've just taken a bite out of, and your tongue is... Just flat against it, sucking it up. Like that. Uh, you maintain that connection, that vacuum to her clitoris. Then that's going to be lights out for her in five minutes. Make sure both of your arms are around her legs to help control her pressure, to help alleviate her pressure so she can let go into the orgasm. You're looking for three key signs. Part one. Uh, key sign number one, that she's on the verge of a full body orgasm. Her inner thigh pressure will start to crush your head. That's good. Part two. Convulsion of the hips, her core will start to shake. Part three, squirming of the body because it's just getting too intense. When you hit part three, that is when you double time your action. So you're squirting, you're sucking of the apple. You'll double time that. And then all of those same principles apply to uh, part four, which is the second technique for vaginal orgasm, which we've just gone over, which is rubbing the lamp. And uh, if you don't want to go for the squirting, you don't have to combine the two techniques just using rubbing the lamp is more than enough on the g-spot to bring about vaginal orgasm but if you want to combine the two it is an absolute experience it is absolute magic it is absolutely magic and uh listen as i said uh, the credentials i remember the first time uh not the first time not the first time I'm not sure why I said the first time. I still remember the first time, actually, but that's not this story. With this story, I remember being in the... Uh, I think I've mentioned this to you guys before. I don't think I've done the actual story, but the mansion pool. I was in a mansion with a girl. Not my mansion, but her man- her friend's mansion. She stayed in the guest house. And uh, I took her through the combined... Combined sucking the apple and rubbing the, rubbing the lamp. Uh, it was our first time together though, so I didn't expect her to squirt. But I wanted to see if she would. But anyway, she achieved both clitoral and vaginal orgasm, and got sent to the next fucking moon. She got took it taken to a different place, and we're lying there in bed afterwards. And she says to me, "So is this what you teach guys?" And that's when I knew this is money, because like I told her, we've only had a couple, like one or two days together. And I told her roughly what I do. You know, I'm coaching coach guys in uh, self cultivation, and social dynamics. And it was after that that uh, that experience of her that she we we're lying there in bed, and she goes, "So is this what you teach, guys?" And I uh, don't and, you know. This is this is all you need. I'm like this, is, and from that point on, it's like I don't need to train any other techniques. Not that you, it's not good to try other things. But if I'm looking for go tos, that's all I'm. You know, if you're in a relationship, yeah, try absolutely everything. But if you're in a first time experience, sexual experience of a girl, you don't want to be experimenting with new shit that has not been test trialed with new girls. You know, get a few dates, get a few sexual experiences in, use the tried and tested to begin with. So that builds trust and it also builds the confidence in her that you know what you're fucking doing. And uh, yeah, so I, I've, uh, I told you guys at the beginning of this podcast that this is actually seminar content. This is a seminar. type of seminar I was planning to do. And, uh, you know, I could very easily, as you see, I've got no notes here. There's no notes. I'm just standing up and talking because this is just shit I've drilled, this shit I know. And if you were to give me 20 girls and 20 guys in a straight, give me a workshop room, I'll guarantee that I can teach every single one of those guys to bring every single one of those girls to both vaginal and clitoral orgasm. Now, of course, that's a hypothetical. It's not going to happen if you're just in a, a room together like that. But if I was to get them individually, for sure. Absolutely. Because this is this is how much confidence I have in it. If you do this correctly, it's never not worked. The only time it doesn't work is when you don't work, which means that you fucked up the sexual foreplay leading up. She was not in infinite cloud state. She was not in jelly mode. And you went to the hoop too quickly and you weren't reading the woman in front of you. That's the only time she won't reach a full body orgasm. And in which case that's on you, not on her. So you got to go back and look on that. My friends, mm. that wraps up this absolute uh, session. However, we've got a Q&A now. However, we've just gone over two hours. What an absolute uh, what an absolute session. Yeah, I can't believe this shit's for free. <laughs> but okay, we, got right, we got right up in here. I, I actually, I was thinking about making this an even an ebook, and, uh, and doing seminars on it as well because it's really important. You should be taught this in, in high school. This is what they should be teaching you at sex ed, not how to put a condom on a banana. But this, this, play this video in sex ed. That's what they should be doing. So uh, I'll happily do it. I'll happily do it. You guys work for a high school? Let, let me sit down with your principal and I'll, I'll, do, I'll talk about this shit. I would happily give this as a seminar to year 8s, 9s, 10s in uh, sex ed. Happily. Um, okay, so my friends, we're now going to jump into the Q&A section. However, unlike last week where I had to dip out at 11.30... I've got a half, ooh, yes, I've got half an hour, Uh, 25, I'll call it 25 minutes, I've got 25 minutes for Q&A here, uh, of course the first question is based on an actual question from you guys, shout out to Justin Bediako, who is very persistent in getting me to address this topic, so uh, thank you Justin, and now I'm going to address the first super chat, which is from Ray Singh, who donated, 20, uh, donated $5 New Zealand, so grateful, thank you so much Ray. And if there's time for any questions after that, I'll get them. Otherwise, Super Chat option is available and uh, we'll go with that. So, uh, Ray's question was, uh, here we go. Any advice on how to maximize the sensations with facial hair without causing irritation? My beard is short and rather thick. Cheers, Adam. Yeah, it's an interesting thing, Ray. Interesting thing. Every girl's a little bit different. You know, there are some girls that like manly men, beastly men. Men that have a lot of hair on their chest, that don't want them to shave. You know, they've just got like bloody afros coming out of their armpits. Uh, their backs feel like gorillas. They're gorilla men, essentially. There are a lot of girls that actually like that and they don't want the guy to shave. Especially if he's got a deep, thick beard. Some girls love that tickle. Some girls love that tickle. Uh, you just got to read it based on the girl that you're with. You know, and how important is that girl to you? And he's asking for advice on how to maximize the sensations of facial hair without causing irritation. Yeah, I'm not necessarily, right trying to use my facial hair. In case some of you guys didn't notice, I shaved off my beard and I've just gone back to the uh, the goatee. But uh, girls never had a problem when, when I had my beard. And... But I was never using my beard to as a stimulation point. I was never trying to rub my beard on her. I'd never use my goatee to rub my uh, beard on her. It's not really a stimulation techn- uh, tool. The tools that I've given you guys in this podcast is the pads of your fingertips, the tip of your tongue, point of your nose as well. The point of your nose is a great tool to use around her uh, as you're touching her. Uh, your lips, of course, your lips, pads of the fingers, lips, tips of the tongue. Uh, yeah, those, those are the main points you'll use. I wouldn't be using facial hair uh, to be maximizing sensation. But to your question, if it's causing uh, irritation for the girl, then you just want to weigh up, am I in a long-term relationship with this girl and I want her to stay around? Well, I might have to make a sacrifice and shave that beard down. Right, that's a sacrifice you can think about. If it's just like one night stand or a girl you're in a casual relationship with, hey, if you're not too concerned of it, then let me say this though, because Ray donated super chat, this is, I'll give him a little bit of extra value here. If your face is not soaking wet at the end of going down on a girl, you haven't done it right. How could how could you perform the sucking the apple technique? Without literally having your eyebrows on her vagina, in that space, because when you're sucking it, like I said before, your top lip is going to be suctioned to the clitoral hood the top of it. Your your entire face is going to be drowned. Whenever I whenever I finish going down on a guy, the first thing I say to him is, "Where's the bloody tissues?" I always I always ask him for a box of tissues because my face is soaked. Right, that is that's the uh, the proximity that you're going to be in, Ray. Right? So if you're if you've got uh, intense facial hair and that's causing irritation, I think if you want to go to the old, uh, if you want to go to the old, what is it? The old, uh, the old haberdashery. If you want to go to the old haberdashery, the barberdashery, where you will find your elixirs and your lotions for your beards, uh, then, and your all the different creams and the different lotions that you guys use for the maintaining the silkiness of their beards. You could probably find a beard softener at one of those, uh, at a barbershop and, and shops that do men's beard grooming. The, trust me, it's a whole niche. There's there's uh, one of my mates, he's got a Gundolf. He's got a Gundoff beard and he's uh, it's like down to his bloody sternum. It's like so long. It's a wizard level. And uh, it's never been a problem for him while he's been going down with girls, but I know he does a lot of care for it. I know that he gets it regularly trimmed, so there's not a lot of uh, sharp, you know, um, what do you call it? split ends, there's no, he, does, he uses a lot of like, lotions and oils with it. So Ray, that might be something you want to look into, uh, might be something you want to look into if, you're, if your girls are getting irritation from your beard, that's probably the first thing I'll do, but I never had a problem with it. But anyways, Ray, I really appreciate your $5 uh, New Zealand, it really goes towards just supporting this channel and everything that I'm doing. Uh, especially during these times in COVID. So hope you guys are doing well down there in New Zealand. Thank you for being here, Ray. Really appreciate it. It's my adigatai. Always thankful. So uh, the next question, which would be above that. I'm just letting you guys know I've got about 20 minutes. Got about 20 minutes. Oh, hang on a second. We just got our second super chat up in here from Infinite Paradox for $5 and I believe that's $5 US. So come five. Thank you so much, Infinite. I really appreciate that. He says, thanks for the podcast. appreciate the info. Really love the way you describe everything. Oh, thank you so much, Infinite. I really appreciate you being here for the good time, for the long time. And if you do have a question, Infinite, because you donated that super chat, just drop it down below. I've got about 20 minutes here. Otherwise, I'll keep going up. It looks like he's just uh, showing some love. And hey man, I really appreciate that and I'm glad you get something from this. This is definitely a session worth going over. Um, I hope you can make it to this uh, live one day. I will the content we've gone over here today is uh, something I will be I'm in the works of putting into a live workshop a live uh, uh, you know sexual sexual technique, sexual exploration, sexual confidence workshop so that because every guy should know how to do what I've described here. I had to learn this shit through early day internet and then just reps. Just ridiculous amounts of reps uh, to the point of where I found what I found in this podcast. But uh, I would have loved to have been able to have just gone to gone to a seminar, you know, go for a go for a 2-hour seminar uh with Adam on a, on a weekend and maybe we have some dummies there, I'll bring you guys some apples, but I'll bring you some real uh, some mannequins and some dummies. And you can practice your technique, we can go through the principles of clitoral and vaginal stimulation, orgasm, and have a real leader who's in there person of you teaching you this shit. Uh, Because it's good I can do it here online, but I'd really like to get in person and help you guys work through it. Because I know I would have really appreciated that when I was uh, coming up. So that's in the works, that type of stuff. But anyways, Infinite, Infinite says, I'm solid bro, just sending love. Thank you so much, man. I look forward to your stories in the future of you trying this out. Okay, moving back up. I've got to go back to the top of the chat. I'll go back down with the questions. I say guys about... Also, if you're up in this chat, just drop a thumbs up down below. Let me know you appreciate this content. Uh, Who's next question? I just got to go back to the top because I often skip them. Super chat comes first, but I've got to go back to the top after that. Uh... Williness said, I was enjoying a lot the podcast clip with you and Hannah. Question, you mentioned the journey between the two of you met, the man and the woman, not the porn narrative that boys might think about. Came on, but it's late to happen to come on you? Uh, okay, so was that, a, that wasn't really a question, Nicholas. You're just saying that I mentioned that. So moving down, um, I had another question after this going, do you have an aroma lamp? Do you use essential oils with girls slash women that you're with? Uh, I do not have an aroma lamp. However, if we're looking at lamps, Himalayan rock salt all day. I've got three of them in this place. Himalayan rock salt for sure. But even more than that, I will actually opt. I'll use the Himalayan rock salt lamp for when we are going through infinite cloud state. When we are going through sexual foreplay, cooking together, lying on the rug together, breathing together, that's when the Himalayan rock salt lamp is really good because the music's also playing. But I will turn that off and light a candle when we start to dive into jelly mode, jelly state, and start to get into real physical shit. Because I like the flicker. A Himalayan rock salt lamp doesn't flicker, but I like the flicker of the candle. I like the heat there next to you. I like the shadows that it produces and uh, so there's a bit of a tactic aromatherapy no I don't really use the aromas the only aromas I guess that I do incorporate are from the candles but I don't selectively choose for them you know I'm not, I'm not so concerned with that uh, I don't use essential oils coconut oil is the only thing I use with a girl <laughs> that's it <laughs> so Mr. Uh, MrCore77 says oh yeah he said that I would never think to kiss a girl on the eyelids we talked about that yeah Yeah, let me know what your girlfriend thinks. She might be a bit shocked. Uh, Just going down with these questions. Yeah, so Romario was the one who mentioned that going down on women is frowned upon in his culture. And we several, me and another guy asked in the chat, several of us asked what culture you're from. And he said the Caribbean, Jamaican. And... Sorry, guys, if the internet's a bit choppy. YouTube's just telling me that. Just blame it on the Australian internet. Uh, So, hey, listen, man. If that's your culture, that's your culture. But I would not not generalize so much. I would not generalize and say that all Jamaican women don't like having men going down on them. You know, I would explore with each individual girl that I'm with. I would see what she likes. If she doesn't like me going down on her, then that's fine, right? But don't... Don't block things off before you've even given them a chance. Wide-sweeping statements and buying into it, because it might be a general stereotype. I'm not denying the stereotype, but I would be very cautious of buying into wide-sweeping generalizations before reading the girl in front of me. Her tastes, her desires, what she wants in the bedroom, mean more to me than anything else. Uh... Willingness goes on to say, thank you for today. I'm going, returning again to the bed. Keep the flow going. Carrie Angel. Carrie Angel had a question. Carrie Angel 28 says, do guys go down on any woman or are they selective? Well, listen, Carrie, as long as she's clean, she's good. As long as it's clean. The only woman that I wouldn't go down on with, like you might be thinking about, they're selective about, she might be talking about race, actually. Selective about race maybe i've i've got no problems like as long as it's clean as long as she's clean as long as it's not uh absurdly you know because if a girl's got a really sticky box right her box smells real bad well what is smell smell comes from bacteria which means that she hasn't been keeping it clean or she's just come from doing something like working out or she's been at the club and she's got a lot of sweat and a lot of bacteria building down there so as long as she just uh If if a girl's coming home from the club with a guy and the guy's pulling her back and they're coming back together, as long as just when she gets back to his place or her place, just freshen up, right? Just go into the bathroom and just wash off a little bit. You know that's gonna be fine. You'll be fine. But guys, uh, I've never heard about any of my friends being selective about what type of women they go down on. I haven't heard of that. As long as they're clean, they're good. That's all that matters. Uh, in terms of hair as well, girls that... Listen, most guys prefer a girl that's shaven. Uh, I definitely prefer a girl that's shaven. I want, it's not that I won't go down on a girl that uh, has got has got hair growing down there. But I prefer it to be a uh, wet seal. I prefer wet seal. As you can tell, if you just look at the side of my head, that gives you everything you need to know. So, uh, moving on to the next questions here. actinial ac- Acetineal? actinial It says, what's your best advice to make a girl comfortable with you? So the best advice I have to make a girl comfortable with you is number one, to meet her at her level. Uh, You've woken up on a date with a girl and she's operating on frequency 91.9 and you're operating on 201.5, then you're going to need to drop down. What that means is that if she's a shy, timid girl, she's not quite loose yet socially, well then don't be Mr. Brash. Don't be oppressive with your energy right? Show her that you have the empathy to read her in front of you, drop it down, become more chill. Now it's not forever. And I'm not telling you to do this forever. All I'm saying is you drop down to build trust with her so that when she does trust, oh, this guy gets me, he knows, I can say I can be comfortable with him. I can trust him. Then you can take her back up. Then you can start to raise your energy and raise your expression. But if you are meeting a girl that's not operating on the same frequency, if you can't meet her at her frequency, then she'll never trust you. So... Temporary Temporary action uh, Just to show empathy uh, Justin Bidiaku is actually up in here Saying my G sound advice My friend uh, Justin you were very persistent uh, <laughs> You were super persistent In getting this one going So thank you for your uh, suggestion uh, Enix comes in saying, low-key, feel like a loser watching this. Le mayo, with a whole bunch of O's. Oh, I feel really bad for you, man. I feel really bad that you feel like a loser. Uh, Machine Gun Funky Man goes on to say, feel like I got to take notes because who knows how long till I could use this. Hey, man, that's what I said at the beginning of this, this, uh, this, uh, this chat that you guys better have a pen and paper out. Better a pen and paper and an apple. That's what I said at the top of this. Key. Otherwise, the replays will be available. Maybe, maybe I should just not even uh, repost this. Maybe I should just because this is going to be seminar content. But it's listen like there's all the stuff on my channel. I've I've done in seminars and workshops. It's never the same as it is in person. Uh, energy in a room is very different to energy across the screen. So you can know my concepts, but if you've never looked me in the eye directly. And and felt my concepts and felt these lessons. It's a whole different world. That's the beauty of boot camp. You can read my ebook on how to go meet a girl on the day, open qualification, investment, close. But until you get in the field with me doing it, it's a totally different thing. So, hell yeah. Uh, Abel Martinez comes in saying yes. Thanks for the knowledge. I've read and watched videos about this, but this one was the best so far. Much love, Abel. Much love. I am. Uh, I'm very grateful for that feedback and I'm, I'm with you in the sense of, I'm very with you in the sense that I, when I was younger uh, learning about uh, sex in general, learning about particularly bringing women to orgasm, the videos are just so bad. Like they're so bad. They're either this high pitched male voice going first, you shall do this first. You shall insert right above the cervix. And it's like, I don't, you don't even want to listen to him, but also the diagrams. I don't need to know about the, the, about the XY positioning axes of the fallopian tubes. I don't need to. All I need to know is where do I put my lip? Where do I put my tongue? Where do I put my finger? What motion do I use? That's it, right? That's all you need to know. So anyone who tries to complicate it more than that, listen, they're either just fancy as fuck or they don't, know, or they, they actually don't know what they're talking about. They're just they're just like scientists in the lab that have never actually gone out as clinicians and actually gone out there and do the real thing. So uh, next up was Mason saying greetings in the capitals. Good to have you up in here, Mason, and uh, hope you're doing well in your online schooling, my man. Hope you're doing well. Uh, what we'll moves? Moving on from here, infinite drop that awesome five dollars super chat. And it looks like we're getting to the bottom here. And in good time, we'll be gone for two hours, 20. So we'll start to wrap it up here. Uh, Infinite Paradox. Yes. Romario says, yeah, man. Yeah, Romario." just avoid those wide sweeping generalizations. Oh, Ski. Ski says, realest shit ever. Appreciate everything you do. With the press sign. Thank you, Ski. I really appreciate that. I really appreciate your locked inness. Uh, I'm not sure if you've been here the whole session. I'm not sure if you even had an apple. <laughs> but uh, either or. Either or, uh, the fact that even if you just did come back just to say that, that uh, means the world to me. So thank you very much. Romario finishes off by saying, definitely learned some foreplay in this video, man. Thanks. Had my pen and paper out. Of course, not the uh, oral stuff. Okay. Uh, SK says he had the apple. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hold on. I just saw that. Let me address what Romario said. So yeah, Romario, we actually didn't go into, like that stuff I talked about, when you're saying foreplay the jelly state that's the very end of foreplay the beginning of foreplay was two hours before that when you brought her the moment you walked in the door of her the foreplay of taking her through and cooking with her massaging her on the ground with the music meditating together breathing together uh for an hour two hours at a time listening to music together all this different stuff i've talked about in other date podcasts um that is the real foreplay. The jelly state foreplay, which I talked about in this podcast, is just the physical, getting her body to physically come down. Because the infinite cloud state, I didn't actually talk about. All that other stuff I just talked about was how you get to infinite cloud state. So, but, yeah. Listen, Romario, when you get out of the Caribbean and Jamaica, and you meet, meet girls that... I've... I've been with... No, I've been with a Jamaican girl before. You know, a couple of Jamaican girls. And they were fine for me to go down on them. But they were Jamaican girls in Australia. So... Yeah, maybe there's some cultural difference. But anyways, when you start to uh, go out into the wide world and start meeting girls of all different kinds of uh, backgrounds, you're going to want to know how to suck the apple and rub the lamp, right? And and all the other stuff I talked about up in here. So uh, always can you can always come back. So we're going to wrap this up, my friends. This has been an absolute session. If you uh, did enjoy this content, please drop a thumbs up on this YouTube video. Drop me a comment as well in post. If you guys are on the podcast right now listening to it in post, you can drop any follow-up questions. I'll come back and answer them. And, and yeah, we've got a lot of big things coming. If you haven't sold, signed up to the Bowl SIP, which is my free weekly email newsletter, there's a free article every week on social dynamics and all the, social dynamics, and all the other uh, cool shit I'm up to. You can sign up for free at boldojo.com You can also get my ebook, Skype coaching, bootcamp bookings, all through bowldojo.com. And The Guided Meditations, my first album, of guided meditations will be coming out uh, probably within about three weeks, maybe. Maybe three to four weeks. We've uh, hit a milestone, though. All five tracks have now been composed. It's about an hour's worth of content, uh, but I've got a lot of refining to do, so that's coming up. But anyways, you can all stay up to gram, uh, stay up to date with me on the gram at uytang1, double-o-y-tang1 on Instagram. And with that being said, I wish you guys the absolute best in your journeys. Much peace and much joy. Thank you very much, my friends, for diving into this episode of Social Q&A Live. I'd love to have you in the live sessions, actually. So if you can make it, generally speaking, most Fridays at 10 a.m. Australian Central Daylight Time, which is just Adelaide, South Australia, for the foreseeable future, you can join in on these live sessions. And get your questions answered live. The best place to connect with me outside of these podcasts and outside of YouTube is on Instagram at uitang one spelt O O I T A N G 1. Slide me any DMs there, personal contacts. You can also shoot me an email at boldozer.com, which is, of course, what this podcast is brought to you by. If you guys would like to pick up my ebook, the Crash Course Kigas Day Game, book one on one Skype coaching, or go for that deeper level, Day Game Foundations Bootcamp, all available to you by boldojo.com and finally if you would like to send a little something back and just support this channel support this podcast and everything that i'm doing here you can do so by donating through the paypal link which is paypal.me forward slash a-d-a-m-o-o-i or also directly through boldojo.com in the boldojo podcast section there's a donate link right at the top there anything that you guys do send it goes straight back to this channel and everything i'm doing so i really appreciate it thank you very much And this, my friends, is where I shall leave you. Until next time. On Dragon Ball. Nah, not on Dragon Ball Z. (laughs) I wish. (laughs) Wishing you the best of your lives. Much peace and much joy.